it is time to begin. And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws, and they shall be given unto his hand, until a time, and times, and a dividing of time. So therefore, question everything. Reality is not what you think. Ha <laughs> ha. For so a what second, is, I thought you were actually going to do a full-out Bible reading. I was excited because it's been a while. No, no, just that one, just one verse, just one verse. After all, what is real? Do we even know what our reality is? Fuck no. Some believe we live on a globe. Some believe we live on a flat Earth. Some even believe that we are in assimilation, like the Matrix. No one really knows for sure. We have ancient history, and in ancient, ancient history, and the history is hidden from us. We had giants on the planet, but then they tell us the giants don't exist. Then we see their bones, but those aren't real. We are currently in the early years of a grand solar minimum, and that is so much to question there. But you got to keep asking questions about it all. Never stop learning. Keep yourself prepared for whatever life throws at you, whether it's real or not. And after all, it's not all doom and gloom. Though we have lots of great tips, some good old bitching and complaining here at the tavern, I suggest that you... It is time to begin! And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws, and they shall be given unto his hand, until a time, and times, and a dividing of time... So therefore, question everything. Reality is not what you think. <laughs> For so a second, is... I thought you were actually going to do a full-out Bible reading. I was excited because it's been a while. No, no, just that one, just one verse, just one verse. After all, what is real? Do we even know what our reality is? Fuck no. Some believe we live on a globe. Some believe we live on a flat Earth. Some even believe that we are in assimilation, like the Matrix. No one really knows for sure. We have ancient history, and in ancient, ancient history, and the history is hidden from us. We had giants on the planet, but then they tell us the giants don't exist. Then we see their bones, but those aren't real. We are currently in the early years of a grand solar minimum, and that is so much to question there. But you got to keep asking questions about it all. Never stop learning. Keep yourself prepared for whatever life throws at you, whether it's real or not. And after all, it's not all doom and gloom. Though we have lots of great tips, some good old bitching and complaining here at the tavern, I suggest that you... Come on in, out of the dark, settle down by the fire, have a drink, and fall down some rabbit holes with us. And we got a shitload of rabbit holes tonight. <clears throat> yeah, we do. Tons and tons of them, man. You know, but, you know, just for fun and entertainment purposes, I want to get all our special videos out of the way. I really tried, I, I started out with just one, then there was two, now I've got like <laughs> ten. They, they just keep accumulating. The funny thing is there's just so many of them out there, I just, I, I, I can't refuse them all. Can you uh, share your screen with me so I can laugh in time? So you can, so you can not, not be delayed by 30 seconds and people wonder, why are you laughing now? There's something wrong with her. She's mentally bent. Yes, yes, she is, but there. All right, let's start with the first one. Here's one here, men at their finest. This has got to be great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's men playing. That is awesome. <laughs> I just thought that one was funny. 
Star Wars, anyone? Well, you know, that's pretty much how the uh, how the uh, stormtroopers shoot and fire, isn't it? <laughs> Actually, that's uh, from the clones. The the oh the uh, the, the, the Clone the clones, Wars. The Clone Wars. Yes. Okay. That, that's what the clones did. They they like curled up into balls or circles, and then they would roll and they would attack. Yeah. All right. One <laughs> last meal. Oh, that one's gone. Never mind. Let's go to the next one. Here's one for all the sheeple today, provided it ain't gone. I'm surprised something vanished from Clown World. Hey, oh, Clown World does that. Here you go. Here's all the people today. Everybody today. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, if it works. <laughs> yeah, well, that one there, I remember it now. This one here with one last meal. I actually might have saved this one simply because I thought it might disappear. Let's go take a look at my... Let's go take a look at my backup images here. I might have saved it. What it was was it was a, a crab being boiled, and he was eating some food while he was being boiled. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it was like <laughs> gonna go out, go out in style. Uh, it doesn't look like I got that one. Okay, I didn't get that one. Yeah, I'm surprised it disappeared from them. Clown World's usually pretty good. Mm -hmm. They usually don't put stuff up. Somebody must have complained about them retweeting it, though. Or it could be that the person who posted it deleted it. Yeah, could be. <clears throat> but, you know, I don't understand. It's like, it was nothing bad. It was just a crab in a pot that was being well, boiled and pe and it was it eating might be meal. It might be offending the vegans. Oh, screw the vegans. I've got something for the <laughs> vegans. Here's something for the vegans. Where's this one here? Here we go. This one's, This is for the vegans out there. Here. <laughs> Supposedly this cow That's was awesome. farting a lot and ruining the environment, so I ate it. You're welcome, vegans. Be a hero. Eat meat. <laughs> There's what I think of the vegans. <laughs> All right. Here we go. This must be a cat video. Nope. Oh, here! This is funny. Somebody, somebody took a turkey attack in some guy and put in a sword to shield him. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and for some reason, this turkey really hated the guy on the motorcycle, man. Because watch this. <laughs> it gets better. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Here. He drives away. Turkey chases his ass. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's how mean fucking turkeys are. <laughs> no wonder we eat them. Uh, but they have <laughs> nothing against these little bastards. Turkeys have nothing on these little motherfuckers. Oh, ge geese. They're vicious. <laughs> Watch this one, man. <laughs> yep. That looks about right for a goose. Oh, this They're is, vicious little motherfuckers. This, here it is. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this part here. You gotta, you gotta watch it. Watch it all. Okay. The guy gets out of his car to help her. She goes in the car, and the motherfucker flies <laughs> <him> with him. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> this is a Canadian geese, man. <laughs> I think there's some other really cool things. <laughs> That's cruel. I don't want to see that again. 
There's, there you go. There's a good Canadian goose right there. <laughs> That's the perfect place for a goose, man. I've seen them literally break a man's arm. Oh, yeah. With their wings. People say it's impossible unless they live in Canada. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see what we got. We got fresh fruit, anyone? Uh, squirrel getting drunk on fermented pears. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> the wildlife does love getting drunk. Well, they do, man. When the fruit starts fermenting, they come in and just gulp it down. Oh, they, yeah. They Bears like alcohol, especially. too. <laughs> All the wild animals like alcohol, too. It's really kind of funny sometimes. Here you go. Kitty cat taking the cup. Now, you think putting your cup up on a table is going to stop a cat? Well, sometimes. I mean, most cats are kind of lazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, this is this is a good one. Let's see if we got some. We got a, one of the, a royal personage wore green. They really just don't understand the internet. No, they, they don't. They really don't. Let's see if we've got some good ones yet. No, there you go. There's one. <laughs> oh, that one's good. I like that one. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's like, come on. They they got to know this, man. It's like <laughs> you you give them you give them a green outfit. I mean, it's the perfect green screen to dump anything on. Well, maybe that's why they do it, so they can give their peasants some in some entertainment. entertainment. Oh, okay, <laughs> I suppose that's possible. Okay, here we go. Rubber rubber cats. <laughs> it's like I locked that. And I was like, how the fuck did the cat manage to do that? That looks like my cat. And here's another one for rubber cats. <laughs> spider cat <laughs> spider cat just climb right up the wall it's like oh wait wow gravity <laughs> yeah no gravity don't matter man that's a cat they don't pay attention to the to the basic laws of physics <laughs> cats defy physics on a regular freaking basis man oh yeah <laughs> they, they they have no they have no regard for physics whatsoever <laughs> So there's today's collection of funny videos to get us started. I like right. that collection. That was a decent collection. While we're here, though, we've got to we've got to go through a couple of things here. We got to since we started in there, we may as well go clear this mess out of all the videos or pictures that I've collected. Let's start at the beginning. Videos, videos, and clips. I started. All right. Videos and images. I've been collecting for the last week or two. Come on. It's thinking about it. It's thinking too hard. Nobody has ever done what we've done in the last four years. Their entire economic plan, tax cuts for the rich and corporations. And record-breaking unemployment. The worst jobs report on record. Trump is the only modern president to leave office with fewer jobs than oh, when he I took office. Want, want, Their entire economic... I want to cover this thing. This is, a, this is an ad that they were, they're running. 
to try and defame uh, Trump, and they're, they're not putting into effect that all of these things occurred because of the world the world shutdown of the pandemic. Mm. So we'll skip that because I just don't really care to watch that. But what do I got here? You got an MP. Yeah, it's still thinking. Yeah, we've got to get this to work. Well, my honey bun, sugar pump, pumpy, umpy, umpkin, warm. Amarillo, 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 plátano. The fuck did I click there? Never mind. That was weird. Uh, that, yeah, I obviously grabbed that when I was drunk. I think so. I mean, it makes sense if you're drunk. Yeah. Here you go. Here's, Yum. Your, big, here's your big chunk of meat in the grocery store. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way they carved it. It's like, what the hell were they thinking? Boredom. <laughs> Probably. Oh, we've seen this one. Have you seen Have you seen this one? Okay, watch, uh, watch the picture. This is what happens to birds when they fly in at the wrong spot. Poof. <laughs> Bird versus fastball. Whoops. Guess who wins? <laughs> Here you go. Political philosophy. Men did greater things when it was harder to see boobs. I have to say I agree with that. Mm-hmm. When it was harder to see boobs, we were we were more we were more motivated. Yeah, I mean, when seeing an ankle was exciting, mm -hmm. guys did a lot of crazy shit to see to see the whole leg. Yeah, to see the whole leg, see boobs, man. We want to see those boobs. It's a truism. Men did greater things when it was harder to see boobs. Also, why men tend to go after the more uh, uh, covered girls. Yep. Well, they're hoping that they don't have a massively high body count and that they're really feminine. <laughs> I wonder what the part of my brain that used to store people's phone numbers is doing now. I wondered that a couple times. <laughs> oh, that's a Canadian goose one. Here you go. <laughs> Here's a true like measuring that. device, man. <laughs> Inches I like and cut it. hairs. <laughs> so it's officially, uh, what is that? Uh, 10, 120 20, 30, cunt hairs. 35 cunt hairs to an inch. <laughs> oh, we've already seen that one. <clears throat> Told girlfriend that mom is deaf, so speak loud and slow. Told mom that girlfriend is retarded. <laughs> oh, that's just cruel. <laughs> hey, that'll keep down any infighting. Although that'll create infighting. Girlfriend, the girlfriend spe <laughs> speaks loud and slow to the, the mom. The mom's, mom screams at the uh, girlfriend, thinking she's retarded. <laughs> Here you go. I don't watch soccer. If I wanted to watch a bunch of guys struggle to score for 90 minutes, I'll take my friends out to the bar. That works. <laughs> Here you go. Would y'all still eat this? Beef with a name on it. My name was Chloe. I wanted to live. Your personal choice killed me. Don't buy it. I would buy two. Yeah. Um, as the person here says, I'd look for one with my name on it, like those Coca-Cola bottles. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> Sad part here is the morons that did this, 
seem to think that the beef you're being served comes from a cow. It does not come from a cow, generally. Where does it come from? It comes from a steer. The cows usually end up serving up all their milk till they're till they're worn up and dried out. Then they're slint, sent to the slaughterhouse for beef byproducts and their and their leather and other bits and pieces. No, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, all your beef comes from a steer. It does not come from a cow. Hmm. Well, I knew steaks came. Oh yeah, it's a Scotch fillet steak. Steaks usually come from steers. I knew that. I didn't know that most beef came from steers. Most of your beer beef comes from steers. Very little comes hmm. from cows. That'd be interesting if your beer came from a steer. Hmm. Ah, yes, this one you brought last time. This one's entertaining. Boom! Perfect <laughs> shot. <laughs> I like his eyes. <laughs> I was like, that really just happened? Ah, oh, the anchor chick. That destroys all guys' hopes. <laughs> the cock blocker. Here you go. How to handle your food cravings. I'll hold this on the screen for a minute, folks. I'm not going to read it. You can pause it and read this stuff yourself just because, you know, if you got cravings for this, you need this, then you can go get some natural stuff. But personally, I'll go with my chocolate versus nuts and seeds when I want my magnesium. Yeah, I like chocolate. I don't really eat chocolate <clears throat> often, but it's so good when I want chocolate. Here you go. Study shows that kids who are homeschooled could miss out an opportunity to be a gay communist. <laughs> Kids in 2050, after reaching the 2016 to 2022 portion of their history book, <laughs> break down and cry. <laughs> it's like, really? Yeah. What the fuck happened <laughs> to the society during those years? I don't know. They're going to be extended in 2023. This is a really sad truism. Somewhere between 1959 and 2022, we went from men to, I don't, know, I don't even know what the fuck to call that. He might have a I penis, think that's, but... That's... I think that is categorized as a woke mm -hmm. uh, woke being. Woke man Because you can't just call him a person. They might not <clears throat> identify as a human. So it's a woke I think they're they classified as a woke being. The only thing he might share with men, with being male, is he might actually have a penis. Who knows, though? He may have cut it off in favor of having a hole drilled there instead. Who knows? And this is what a dying society looks like. That... Ugh, there's so much of that. There's so much of that nowadays. We are in a dying society, folks. Oh, yeah. Unless we can somehow reverse it, but I don't have high hopes. And this is something I miss. YouTube in 2009. It was awesome. I remember the Dancing Pandas. They were actually entertaining. Crazy people. Yes, I, I think I'm the one who introduced you to the Nyan Cat and the and the Mushroom Mushroom thing. Rainbow Rainbow Cat. Rainbow Fart Cat? Nyan Cat. Oh, is that what he's called? Okay. Yes. <laughs> always Rainbow Fart Cat. And now, it's nothing but fucking talking heads. They forgot one major factor from uh, early 2000s. What's that? Salad Fingers. Hmm. I don't remember that. It used to be Salad Fingers is creepy. They're happy because they ate lard. <laughs> Issued by the Lard Information Council. And probably true. They're skinny because they eat lard. Because it's proper fat to store, so your body isn't overstocking. Yep. Oh, we got the cow farting. 
So what do you do? I'm a model on Instagram. You? I'm a soldier on Call of Duty. <laughs> that works. You could actually use that these days. You can. I thought, yeah, <laughs> that's about the size of society now. <laughs> yeah. Some random chicks. I'm a model on Instagram. Yeah, I'm a soldier on Call of Duty. Uh -huh. <laughs> this is actually a cool thing. Someone took a camera, put it on a specialized gimbal so that you could the camera would uh show you the rotation of the earth. That is so pretty. And so cool. It actually shows you how the earth rotates around instead of the usual fixed position that a camera is. But it was a mm -hmm. specialized gimbal. That's cool. Aren't you afraid of COVID-19? Well, let me put it this way. I survived clackers, metal lawn darts, riding in the back of a pickup, drinking from a hose, at one time being married to Satan's sister. No, I'm good. You know what? <laughs> that applies. Every one of those apply to me. Okay, the only one that doesn't apply to me is clackers. I don't know what that is. <clears throat> clackers? When were you married to Satan's sister? Mm, almost. Remember the one girl that was, uh, you probably don't remember her. She was really cute. Even you said she was cute. I don't remember you getting married. No, um, she and I were, were no. we were talking about becoming serious and oh. doing the marriage thing. Okay, well. Thankfully, it never got there, yeah, but yeah. may as well have been. I was definitely married to Satan's sister. <laughs> I got an angel out of it, but I was married to Satan's sister. <laughs> so what is clackers? Clackers, they were hard plastic balls, um, about slightly smaller than a billiard ball, um, made, made out of a similar material to billiard balls. But yeah. a string was in the middle of them, and the string was an exact length for both of them, and you had a little ring, and you held them together, and you started <laughs> clacking them back and forth. And as you clacked them, they moved back and forth like, you know. I do remember those. And those then, things and were then, really freaking And then the idea irritating. was to get them clacking up and down. Okay. Yeah. Well, you'd be amazed at how many times you hit yourself in the head doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and lawn darts. We had lawn darts. We used, to sh we used to throw them from one friend's lawn to another <laughs> down the street. I played with the metal lawn darts with my friends. It's amazing how not hard you have to chuck them to get them stuck in a tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we used to throw you them. You can just toss them gently and they get stuck in the tree. I'm surprised we didn't, I'm surprised we didn't kill anyone. <laughs> well, one of my friends got through their foot and had to go to the hospital, but, you know. Yeah, we didn't even do that. We didn't even do that kind of damage. We must have had more brains than your friend. Probably. And Harry, you'll never forget the feeling of being hit in the shin by one of these. No. No, I still have scars. <laughs> Those things are nasty. Oh. How are those band? guys still alive? <laughs> it's a panda. <laughs> it's like, and they just roll up. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Fucking pandas, man. <clears throat> click on one. Them and sloths. Pick on, pick, pick on, pick one, pick, or uh, click on one panda video. I've got a whole fucking stream full of them now. <laughs> Medicinal use and health benefits of cayenne pepper. Might want to pause on this one, folks, and read it all up because cayenne pepper is really good for you. That meaning any hot cool. pepper you can get your bloody hands on. They're really good for you. Lots and lots of ways. All right. In nature, poisonous creatures will often develop bright colors to warn others of their toxicity. <laughs> I love that the feminists have started using brightly colored hair. It's a good warning. 
You know, if my hair, when my hair goes all white and stuff, I'm totally going to start dyeing it random colors just because it'll be so easy to do. Yeah, but you'll be, you'll be an old woman by then, so it won't really matter. Oh, yeah. We're talking about the young women that do this shit. I still don't know how they can have hair considering the chemicals they're putting in on their scalp yep. to get those colors. There you go. By the power of soy. <laughs> I am offended. <laughs> I love this one. This one's great. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, we're not going to watch it. What's this? Oh, we've seen that one. It's the one constant... I don't think we've actually played it on here. I, um, well, did we? I've watched it and I sent it to you, but we don't think we played it on here. It's like a couple of minutes long, though. Six True. minutes long. We're not going to watch it. It's really good, though. Yeah. You have to go hunt it down, folks. Are you really intending to win? Well, why not? There are lots like me, and we're the actual players. Because on one side of us are the real cattle who let TV do the thinking for them, while on the other is power who believe that we are shit and feeble-minded cattle. Over in the barn, they want us to take care of them. But a long time ago, they gave up on themselves, and now they won't lift a single finger. While those who have real power became more than the rest. Became gods. They sit so high up that they can't see us as either a serious enemy or a trusted friend. They have only one problem, that they're not immortal. That just leaves you and me. Sometimes I benefit you, other times you me. Everyone plays a game of their own. <laughs> Think you're a player, do you? I play like the great ones. Take the authorities. Quite unsafe. It's actually a good video. I'll have to link it. Yeah, it is a really good video. I'll have to, I'll have to add it to the show notes and, and, and upload it to the site. You could always play that on closing rather than the usual song. Yeah, could do that. All right. Here you go. It's one constant in life. If you build something worth having, someone's going to try and take it away. Yep. Which, Which by true. the way, season five is amazing. You would love it. Oh, I'm certain I would. But the fact is they want me to sign up for this demo thing and, and possibly you know end up paying for something I don't want. So... They, I was already paying for it because most of the things I watch, like Star Trek, are on there. So, yeah, you know, well, I'm too cheap to pay for anything. <laughs> if I'm not already paying for it, the only reason I have Amazon Prime is because I order so much stuff from Amazon. The savings and shipping pays for itself every year. Yeah. You know, so I, I pay no cost for all my shipping of the stuff I order over the course of a year. And if I had to pay for it, I'd pay more than I pay for my Amazon Prime membership. So I save money. That's the only reason I have an Amazon Prime membership. All right. The Insatiable Exchequer. Self-employed, higher-rate taxpayer. If I charge a client 100, 100 pounds, about 16 immediately goes into VAT. Another 33 goes into income tax, plus another $29 in a national insurance. This leaves me with about $42. If I spend that on fuel to drive to work, about $14 goes towards fuel tax and another 7 towards VAT. So of the original $100, the government gets $79 or so. And suppose instead of buying fuel, I spend my money on whiskey to drown my sorrows. As tax on spirits is 70%, the government share would go up to about $88. The shop that sold the bottle to me would also be paying tax on its profits, as would the distillery. I almost forgot the client who paid me the $100 would have done so out of their post-tax income. If the Chancellor wants us all to work a bit harder, one incentive would be to leave a slightly bigger share of the proceeds of our labor. This is in Great Britain, but it applies to the United States, Canada, everywhere else. It applies to everywhere where the government takes a uh, portion. I, I've, tried, I've, I've tried to sit down and do the math on this, and it just boggles my mind how little money I actually get from the money I earn. Yeah. 
This guy put it really succinctly for me, though. He, he started with a simple $100, and he did three simple things. First, yeah. $100, he had, to pay, he had to pay, out of that $100, he had to pay $33 in VAT, which is our equivalent of GST. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he paid $9 for his insurance, his national insurance or his health insurance. So it left him with $42. So he, you know, if he spends it on gas, $14 goes towards fuel tax and another seven more towards VAT. So the original 100 the government got $79, leaving him $21. $21 is what he got out of that $100. I've never really thought about it that in depth, but yeah, it sounds about right. Well, I've I've thought about it. I've tried to figure it out from time to time. I never thought to take it down to just these simple things, you know. Because I, I tried I tried to follow it through every step of the process, and it's like it's it's mind boggling if you do it every step of the process, you know, how much the government gets in every step of the process along the way. And you got you sit there and mind boggled. It's like how do I how do I even afford to you know live every day? This is one of the problems we have with governments, folks. And it's all so they can pay all that money back to the big bankers, the central banks. Here you Not go. a game or anything, but in case some of you are wondering, the conspiracy theorists are up 17 to 0. Eh, give or take. <laughs> As I said, man, we're, we're running out of conspiracy theories, man. They keep proving out to be true. Unfortunately, I kind of liked it more when I was just a crazy conspiracy theorist because it was more fun. Yeah, not just an oracle. <laughs> yeah. Instead of being a conspiracy theorist, now you're an oracle. <laughs> yeah, it's a little depressing. The only conspiracy theories that still hold in water is the flat earth, you know. Pretty much. I'll be sad if that one's proved out to be true. Well, the hollow earth. Tad O'Malley has been making. Yep. The hollow earth uh, one is already true. I, I already I believe in the hollow earth theory. That one's fine. I believe in the hollow earth too. I also believe that there is not just a giant ball of lava in the center of yeah. the planet. Per, Perry's Perry's travels. There's a lot of information on Perry's travels. He traveled. Okay. He traveled into Antarctica. There's a section of Antarctica. Uh, is it Antarctica or Arctic? I can't remember. I think it's Antarctica that you can't that nobody can go to. And there's some stuff that leaked out in a diary of his showing this stuff. Cool. So. Okay, I've got some here from the X-Files. Why do I have this? Claims. Claims about what? You and everyone you know has a piece of DNA in your genome. Put oh. there without your knowing it. Oh, um, predictive programming. Hmm. This was from the X-Files, and anyone who's an X-Files fan, like I was, I love the X-Files. I loved X-Files. Because there's so much predictive programming in the X-Files now that you look back on it. You look back on it with 2022 eyes. I've, I've went looking to see if anybody's got the X-Files up on the pay-per-view services. I'd probably pay just to watch the entire season of X-Files again. I may have to just buy it. Not season, but all of them. They do on Prime. I you could, have to pay for the channel. Oh, that's where it is. Okay, well, I'll have to consider it. Because the X-Files would be worth binging on. Um, but the predictive programming in X-Files is incredible. And this is a piece of predictive programming about what we just went through for the last two years and the fact that there's a DNA change in that so-called vaccine. Hmm. You know, it's not exactly the same way, but it's pretty close. Here, we'll listen to another, we'll listen to a minute of it. By whom? Well, that's the question of the day. This is an internet lunatic. You're not saying you believe him. Hold on, Agent <laughs> Einstein. You're talking to a scientist. Uh, 
I love that. Agent Einstein. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I look back at some of this stuff. Like I've been watching um I've been watching Bones lately because yeah. it was available. And I've been watching it with my my new brain that I didn't have when Bones was actually on and I used to watch it all the time with my ex. Because I really enjoy it because the the anthropology in it, the forensic anthropology, is is accurate. It's very good mm. because I took forensic anthropology and it's all very accurate and their bones and all the descriptions and stuff. Yeah, it's all true. But the messages they put across, the other there was a good piece of predictive programming in Bones. Um, I think it was in their fourth season about the pan the pandemic, the scamdemic that we just occurred. Oh, there was a piece of predictive programming in that show about it. Quick aside about Bones. Mm -hmm. um, I have a type of face blindness now, mm -hmm. and by watching things like Bones, it actually helps me to start registering the different kinds of faces again, just for anyone who possibly listens who yep. has that hard issue. Yeah. That's the other thing it's doing is it's 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 re it's 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 reintegrated into my brain all the stuff I learned in forensic anthropology about face shapes and everything. You can see it in the bone structure on the skin, provided they're not too fat. If they're too fat, it's a little tougher to tell. Yeah. All right, let's continue on a little bit more of this one. Forgive me, assistant director. It may sound insensitive, but the suggestion is pure science. Oh, you're overacting, bitch. Really? Just look at her face. She's like massively overacting. Because that's what happens when you <laughs> made her a redhead. Fiction. What I'm saying, Agent Einstein, is that the facts, as I understand them, cannot be discounted out of hand. I love how they're dishing Einstein by making her Agent Einstein. <laughs> it just occurred to me, man. They're beating up on her, but it's like, Agent Einstein, you're not so fucking smart, <laughs> are you, Einstein? I wonder if that was actually her character's name. Uh, that's this character's name right here. The one you like. Like that's actually her character's name, not just them calling her Einstein no, out of. Uh... That's the character's name. Is Agent Einstein? Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> that's the character's name. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, let's hear some more before I have to go. No one has the right or the ability to tamper with your DNA, unless we gave them that ability. When you say they're tampering with our DNA, that they're able to shut down our immune systems by the addition of something to our DNA. Yes, but I don't know how exactly. Or how it's being triggered. I don't know that either. Or why it's happening now. What can we possibly do? We need to act quickly. You were right about that. Well, I was wrong about the science. I was wrong about what's causing it. Dead wrong, in fact. It, but it's clearly a widespread failure of our immune systems. Through gene tampering. A virus within a virus that was put there through the smallpox vaccine. It's what these men are calling the Spartan virus. There you go. You know, I've seen stuff like this in a few different shows now. Because I like going back and watching things. Oh, what's my, what's that, my other favorite one? One that came out right about the time the X-Files ending. Uh, it was the one with the really goofy uh, science guy. Dark Angel? No, not Dark Angel. Dark Angel was all about vampires. What? Dark Angel. It's all about vampires. Oh, no, Dark Angel was something else. Sorry. I don't no, Dark, Dark Angel. Angel was about the genetically modified girl who had the guy yeah, in the wheelchair no, called The Eyes. That's something else. Um I, I want to say the thing or um, something weird. Um, God, I can't. Remember, I don't know. I can't remember the name of it. You'll know. You'd know it if we brought it. If we got it up here. Um, it was. Explain real, it to me. Maybe I can remember. Um, 
it's it's a scientist. First, they go get him out of a loony bin, where he was kept in a loony bin, kept drugged because French. What's it? French. 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 Okay, yes, going. French. French. Okay, French. cool. I, I was hearing French, but French. Yes, French. French. And, and there's a lot of predictive programming in French too. Oh yeah, I I love French. That one is hard to find. Like I have a hard time even finding DVDs of it. Yeah. Well, that's because they were giving out way too much truth. That's why it was canceled after, like, what, two and a half seasons? About that. And also, uh, Lie to Me had the same issue. Yeah, Lie to Hard Me to had find. the same issue, too. Two and a half seasons, boom. It's like, uh, you, guys didn't what even, happened? you guys didn't even finish the story they were working on. No, man, they only just really got it rolling, and then, boom, all gone. It was done. It's like, uh, what happened here? It's like, I was really <laughs> enjoying this. <laughs> this is really good. <laughs> kind of, kind of like um, what's that other one too? Um, that uh, oh god, shit, dark ain't not dark angel, not dark, dark angel wasn't it? It was because uh, dark angel wasn't the one where she was uh, started out being a hooker. Um, um, fuck, what was it? Yeah, anyway, there was a lot of shows that came out towards the middle to the end of the nineties that were just giving out way too much truth. Oh, um, something that I noticed was I watched a show. I watched a movie the other night with with my husband and they were talking about how the rings that controlled everything. Oh, it was it was a Western thing. And they were talking about how in the West where the they were colonizing, they were uh, as they colonized and they started becoming uh, they, they started becoming like able to produce Mm -hmm. something called the rings was moving in and taking control and they're buying up senators and leaders and sheriffs and they were controlling oh billy the kid tv series that's what it's called okay but it was very interesting the way they explained the ring they barely touched on it but it was so interesting the way that they explained it definitely worth paying attention to oh yeah well the thing is we've had a you know a serious amount of uh of peoples who have been uh, working to control the planet and turn most people into cattle and slaves so that they can just get fat on the profits of everything. Well, the thinkers are managing to get out little bits and pieces of truth through yeah. the movies because yeah. I don't think the movies are, I don't think the powers that be really pay that close attention to movies, especially movies that are all fantasy. Yeah, then that's where the thinkers sneak in their little bits of information. It's like I said last time, we've got the thinkers, the bankers, and the Jesuits. Mm-hmm. I've talk, we talked about that on, a, on my big deep dive that one time into it. And the thinkers get information out, bits and pieces here and there, but you know it's really hard to get it to stick. Because you've, uh, you've got a whole lot of fucking sheep in the world. I've been watching uh, Star Trek Next Generation lately. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic background for when you're working. Yeah, it is. But if... If you pay attention to it, there is so much more information there than you first realize. Mm-hmm. That's why I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed it. There you go. When Here's the human race learns to read the language of symbolism, a great veil will fall from the eyes of men. Well, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, symbolism is, uh, is everything. The problem is understanding symbolism. Because, you know, look at the Egyptian hieroglyphs. 
which are similar to the hieroglyphs in South America and similar to the hieroglyphs on every pyramid that's found across the globe. The hieroglyphs are similar. Mm -hmm. But nobody knows how to read them. We pretend we know how, and we're always inserting whatever current ideals we have at the time they're being read. Problem is, is that the hieroglyphs don't translate into the language that we currently use. No. But that's how we're reading them is yep. translation. Yep. Here you go. Well, son, there are three kinds of men. The one that learns by reading, the few who learn by observation, the rest of them have to pee on the electric fence for themselves. <laughs> I love that explanation. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, we've already seen that one. Trump's not coming back to Twitter. You know, I found out why Trump's not coming back to Twitter. Why? Because he signed an exclusive contract with his uh, True Social. He can't. Oh. Go, he can't go back to Twitter. All his shit has to go to True Social for X number of years. Okay. No matter how <laughs> much they stick that pretty ass in his face. <laughs> so, if it's not a virus, what's making us sick? Poor nutrition, herbicides and pesticides, stress, mold, perpetual fear, overuse of pharmaceuticals, poor sleep, poor gut health, heavy metals, toxic skin products, EMF exposure, dental procedures, toxic hair fresheners, toxic cleaning products, lack of community, overuse of antibiotics, overconsumption of sugar, pasteurized in organic dairy, fast food, processed foods, refined grains, lack of time in nature, lack of exercise, poor detox pathways, unhealed trauma, Vegetable oils, toxic tap water, lack of minerals, soda, overconsumption of alcohol, smoking, poor oral hygiene, chemtrails, vaccines, and the fucking list goes on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think they got the most uh, notorious ones, though. Oh, oh, yeah, they did. They definitely covered the most notorious ones here. I've pretty much, I've pretty much eliminated almost this entire list from my life. I've still got my. I'm. 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 I'm still a soda drinker. I don't think that's going to go away. But I'm. I'm. I'm overcompensating for my soda drinking by adding in more minerals and stuff back to my diet. Over yeah, I've noticed that since moving to well water, mm -hmm. my body's a lot better, and kids and I get sick a lot less, and we all sleep deeper. Well, that's because you're getting uh, more minerals. Yeah, well water is amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, filtered city water is not. No, I don't. I don't get upset tummy from it anymore, and I don't have to smell chlorine every time I turn on the tap. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yep. I hate the smell of chlorine. Yep. You know, so I've eliminated most of all these. I think uh, anything in here. Well, I have the occasional fast food item and the occasional processed food item. Not like I used to. Um, I don't really eat any refined grains. I guess chocolate counts as processed food. Not really. It's sort of processed food, but not really. It depends on how how good a quality chocolate it is you're buying. If it's a Hershey bar, yeah, it's a processed food. I tend to buy I tend to buy uh, slightly more expensive dark chocolate bars. That's what I do too. Well, also I, pot of gold dark chocolate because mm -hmm. it's yummy. Yeah, well, <laughs> buy buy the good the better quality dark chocolate bars because higher cocoa content, higher cocoa butter content, very little everything else and you know, it's not as processed and it's actually good for you cuz dark chocolate is very good for you. Mhm. Mm Although um I can have you ever noticed that you can tell the good from the shitty chocolate because oh God, yeah. the shitty chocolate is kind of 
waxy. Yes, it's very waxy because they use uh, they use Caribbean wax in it. Uh, Caribbean, oh. Caribbean. They actually use it's a type of wax that's used in the chocolate, which is why it tastes waxy because there's a wax in there. Oh, that explains and it. And only and you only notice it if you've gotten used to the good chocolate. Really? Yeah. And those those that aren't used to it, they think Hershey bars are the bee's knees. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Hershey bars suck. Now they used to be good back when I was a kid, but that's when they actually used to make them out of cocoa and cocoa butter. Before they discovered this carabine wax, I can't remember the name of it. Carbine wax or something. Carnuba. Carnuba wax. It's a carnuba wax. It's the same wax you use to wax your car. Wait, what? <laughs> it is. Look at the ingredients on it. All right, here. No, no, not not that. I'm, lo- I'm reading the thing you just brought up. Dungeons and Dragons will no longer use the word race and play material. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you would find this interesting. Because this is... What the hell? This was published, it says yesterday at 150, but this was actually on... Uh, on November 29th or December 1st or something. But the people who put out the Dungeons and Dragons material have decided that race should no longer be used. It's all going to be species because we want to be more inclusive. That's stupid. It's that, but, uh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So everyone's favorite game is going woke. Uh, I don't even have the words. <laughs> Sorry to, to, to just make it horrible for you because I know you're still the D and D player. I am. I love it, and now they're fucking it up. Now they're fucking it up. Yep. Next, they'll take away dice because dice is too too much part of the uh, yeah. colonialism. Well, could be. Could very well be. All right, we have reached the end of all the images that I collected. I seem to have collected quite a few this month or this last. Although. Two weeks. You know, if they actually replace dice with the bones that were originally used in place of dice, that would be considered um, racist and also offensive to the vegans. So how the f*** do we win? You can't win. You can't win with wokeism. There is no winning with wokeism. Because if you give them an inch, they demand a mile. If you give them a mile, they want 10 miles. You give them 10 miles, they want 100 miles. You give them 100 miles, they want 1,000 miles. There's no. I know how to win. Hmm. Line them up and use the strongest bullet you can. That's the way you win. You line them up and shoot them. Because <clears throat> there's no winning. Because as as the people who have tried to apologize to the wokest have discovered, oh, your apology is not good enough. Apologize more. They apologize more. It's still not good enough. You still you got to do more. Get down on your knees. Okay, get down. Nope, still not good enough. There, there's no fucking satisfying them. It can't be done. Man. You cannot satisfy these morons, no matter what you do. All right, because we didn't cover any of our great tips last week, we need to cover our tips this week. Otherwise, we won't touch them. Because we have so many other rabbit holes to go down. Yeah, we do. That I really want to cover up our our gardening tips and whatnot, just for the occasional person who stumbles upon this stuff and listens this far into the show. Thank you all for doing that. We really greatly appreciate you. Because after all... Oh my god, that is amazing! There you go. Well, we haven't run them all off yet. I mean, we do still have a decent amount of followers. Uh, what do we got? 30. We're up to 30 followers. Awesome. We got 30 followers. So it's slowly increasing bit by bit. Sooner or later, people will discover us and tell others about us. Sooner or later, I'll get around to doing some promotions for it and, and gather in some people. All right, 
here we go. Let's start with some planting, growing, and harvesting tips. When to prune your trees and shrubs. So this is a pretty decent article. What it, it doesn't just tell you like when a good time of year is to prune your trees and shrubs. It actually explains why you want to prune them. And then it goes through the main uh, species of uh, trees and shrubs and explains how to prune them. Mm -hmm. How to deadhead, how to prune, yep. what the difference is, all that good stuff. Yep. And there so. is a, as I've discovered the last two years, there is a bit of a system and a science to it. If yeah. you prune some things at the wrong time of year, they won't they won't bloom. You know, then some <laughs> things need to be pruned in the summer, some in the winter. If you prune in the winter, you've got to make sure you watch your forecast for pruning because you need a couple of a, uh, two to three dry days to prune in the winter. So you got to go out in the first day of your dry day and have your next couple, three dry days to allow that prune cut to heal because you're, you're injuring the tree. You're cutting open a wound and that yeah. wound can pick up diseases. So you got to give it a chance to heal. So I've got a shitload of pruning to do in January on all my trees. Cause I didn't get any of the pruning done in the, uh, in the late uh, summer, early fall when I was supposed to. So now i got to put it off. And of course, all the shit I was going to do for my garden beds in the fall, I couldn't get done because I had a broken finger, basically a broken finger. Almost it, cut off tip. It was yeah. broken. Yeah, well, yeah, I broke the tip. That's broken, Dad. Yeah, well, yeah. So anyway, I couldn't do anything because I had to keep, a, keep it clean because of the massive cut that was there. At any rate, um, so I couldn't get it done. And, of course, the first week I had to finally do something on the garden, we got two feet of fucking snow. So the entire garden is buried <laughs> under two feet of snow. Well, it's happy. Oh, it isn't, it isn't. Did you know that snow is really good for adding nitrogen to your soil? That I didn't know. I knew that snow insulates for the winter. Well, it insulates. But what happens is snow gathers crap loads of nitrogen from the atmosphere and dumps it on your soil. Oh, that makes sense. And then it just sits there until the snow melts and then it works its way into the soil. So you actually, if you get an area that snows, you actually increase the nitrogen in your soil when it, when you get good snowfalls. That actually does make a lot of sense. Cool. I thought that was kind of interesting when I was reading about that one time. I went, really? I didn't know that. Well, let's hope for snow. But that was in the first year when we didn't get any snow. I mean, I'm coming into the fourth year of the Oasis. This is, I'm heading into the fourth year of the Oasis this spring. And uh, the, first, the first two years, we had hardly any snow. Last year, we had shitloads of snow. This year, we have even more snow. I got to get out there with my video camera and record it. My last video was December of 2021, so I need to get a video out there. Hey, that's perfect. Yeah. December of 2021, now December of 2022. Mm -hmm. You can compare the two perfectly. Yep. Well, last year was quite a bit, so... All right, 200 pounds of food with this plant you can harvest in winter. And which plant is that? Ah, Jerusalem artichokes. Jerusalem artichokes. Jerusalem artichokes, also known as sunchokes. It doesn't take much. Now, as a warning for folks, I grew Jerusalem artichokes two years in a row. I managed to kill them this year. I'm not sure how I managed that trick because they're really hard to kill. <laughs> but I did. I killed them for some. Somehow I killed the motherfuckers. Maybe you put them in too much direct sunlight. Nope, nope, nope. That's not the problem. 
It's like I shouldn't have been able to kill them in the one bed that they were in. I dug them up because I didn't want them in the bed. I made the mistake if you plant them in a bed, if you plant them in a garden bed or in your garden somewhere, they will spread like wildfire. They are a fucking weed if you plant them where you don't want them to be. And so so I, I, give them their own area. Yeah, I, I was growing them in I was growing them in pots. That's how I mostly killed uh, killed them off. Was I didn't take care of the pots for them. But I did harvest some pretty decent ones. And this is a very edible, healthy plant. It's like They're like potatoes. They're a tuber. They're a tuber. And they're really healthy, high in nutrition. And you can get through the winter eating Jerusalem artichokes. And they're very easy to grow. Hmm. Very easy to grow. And, you know, if you plant them somewhere and you know where it is in your garden bed when it gets covered in snow, you can go scoop all the snow off and dig them up with a big pitchfork and a uh, and a uh, ice pick to uh, get through the top two layers of soil. Yeah, you'll need one in this kind of weather. <laughs> but you'll have food. So it's a good that, way to go. That's the point is, you know, you want things that you can have food to feed yourself if shit truly hits the fan. You know, we're on the edge of shit truly hitting the fan right now. We are on the edge right now, folks. Oh, yeah. I'm not certain how we're going to go, what way we're going to go, but we are definitely on the edge. But Jerusalem artichokes, very easy to grow. Uh, I'll, I'll just get some more from a friend of mine who grows them every year, and I'll just get her to give me a couple of tubers for it, and I'll start them again. They're, they're not hard to grow. They're as easy to grow as potatoes and um, uh, horseradish, man. Horseradish is fucking... I, I, I planted a couple plants in one bed. Now the entire bed is horseradish. Which I don't mind because I like horseradish. You know, thinking about we're on the edge of shit hitting the fan, uh, my uncle and I were talking about how over the next couple of years, we're going to see a major change in the sense of the vax requirements. Like we already have the vax passports, we have the vax IDs, those things are being enforced in places like Calgary. And uh, over the next couple of years, I think that it's likely that people who are on disability, actually a friend of, of mine and I were talking about the disability aspect, but over the next couple of years, if you're on disability or welfare or anything like that, you receive any kind of government assistance, mm -hmm. you are probably going to be required to take the vax and get the ID and everything in order to continue receiving uh, the government assistance. Mm, that's a possibility. I don't think that Trudeau will do it during the first year after his re-election, because we all know he's going to win if he wants to win. They've been fixing the thing oh, they've forever. they've been fixing so. the elections for the last yeah. 10 years, so. Yeah, so we if all he, know he, he's going to he win wins, if he wants to. we know to. it's a fucking definitely <clears throat> fixed election. And so when he wins this next election, hmm. I don't think he's going to uh, enforce that people who are receiving government assistance during the first year of his thing, but probably starting out in the second year and then the third year really driving it home. Hmm. Because the third year will be after the midterms and all that, making sure that he still has complete power. Yeah. I think that's when he's really going to drive everything home. Yeah. So I think that is how long we have, mm. about three years from now, to really get our shit together yeah. and get things figured out so that if you are on disability or welfare or any kind of government assistance, figure, figure out, out how to survive off it. Figure out how to get off the fucking system. Yeah, I think you got about two to three years. Three years tops, two years more likely. Yep. All right. Next item here, holiday plants that are harmful to cats and dogs. Point setting. Hey, we should probably put that into the oracles. 
okay. <laughs> I just remembered we have we have the oracles, and because everything got accidentally deleted, we need to add more. Yes, we do. Are you digging in there right now, or Hang should I just on. go on about the holiday plans? I'm going to the oracles now. I gotta get logged okay. in. The fucking website logged me out. <laughs> well, it's it's being good about no, uh, security. It, it, no, WordPress actually, if if you every two weeks, it automatically logs you out. Yeah. You know, it's really irritating. some sites log you out as soon as you close well, the window. Well, that's because you put something in there to log you out sooner. But if you don't have that in there, WordPress automatically the cookies that keep you logged in expire after two weeks. Two weeks from the that's day. That's good to know. Two weeks from the day you logged in, they don't they don't renew just because you log in. They they got a set date and that's it. Uh, hmm. Okay, let's go find the fucking oracles here. You know, we should get a picture of the fat lady singing for the oracles. Okay. There's so many fat ladies singing in operas. I can get And every single one of those, of, of those ladies with the amazing voices are very proud mm -hmm. of being the fat lady singing. Because that whole phrase, not until the fat lady sings. Yep. I need to add a fucking line here. Um, there we go. All right, so so are you writing or should I repeat? No, disability demand by Trudeau to be vaccinated. Uh, elections are in twenty three, right? Uh, elections in the, we're 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 going to have elections next spring. No, they weren't due till twenty twenty four. Okay. But they're going to do them next spring. There's already been some hints about them being next spring. Trudeau seems to think he can win. Oh, of course. So, well, of course he can. So, spring of 23. So, that would make it, uh, I think, by winter of 24 or 25 latest. Well, if he gets elected in 2023, you're talking about two to three years. So, that would be uh, 2025, 26. No, I think 24, 25. No, you're right. 20. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yes. There you go. For some reason, I keep thinking it'll be spring of 22 because my brain is not working entirely. It's amazing how much three shots of there booze you affects you when you haven't had a drink for a few weeks. Mm, I'm sipping on uh, bamboo. I did sip on it. Uh, it still on, affected I, me. I'm sipping on bamboo now. <gasps> bamboo, that's so good. I love my bamboo. Once I'm done sipping this shot, I'll go back to my cheap rum. <laughs> yeah, All bamboo right. lasts a lot longer. Well, that's because you sip on it, but you get drunker off of it. True. So yeah, holiday plants that are harmful to cats and dogs. So basically, everyone knows about poinsettias. If they have, if they've had an animal, uh, they know that poinsettias mistletoe. That's what that is. Hmm? That's mistletoe right there. Yes. And mistletoe is also really not good for them. Mistletoe is toxic to everybody. Unless, of course, you're a druid priest that knows how to use mistletoe. Because mistletoe will get you similar to DMT, um, shrooms, and other things. But I you can, have to know how to prepare it. you got to know how to prepare <clears throat> it, though. I, sort of, I, I knew how to prepare it once, but I've lost my knowledge. It's not lost. It's somewhere rattling around in the deep recesses of my head. I learned how to use that and several other herbs back in my shaman days. 
I well, had a we much, also I had a much more enlightened of, life back then. We also need to think about things like Holly, Paperwhite Narcissus. <coughs> There's a lot of things. <coughs> uh, just feed it all to your cats and don't worry about them. All right, That'd be well, so expensive. Well, don't replace the cats. No, I'm thinking vet. Don't replace the cats. Just let them go. <laughs> All right. So look that one over, folks. Pay attention to it. Houseplant pets and how to get pets. Pests. 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 How to get rid of six common houseplant bugs. Hmm. Yeah, like uh, spider mate scale, aphids. You know, the... If you're a gardener, you're familiar with just about every one of these that are in this list. But if you only have indoor plants and you've never really been a gardener outside, you may not actually know what half these things are. Mm -hmm. So it's a good list to go through and understand what the creature is that you're fighting, how to fight it, and how you can most likely get rid of it. Uh, aphids. See what they've got to say about aphids. Those little buckets. Handpick. I mean, Spray with insecticide soap. Use yellow sticky cards to catch the winged adults yeah. and spray with horticultural oil or neem oil. Neem oil is really good. Yeah. Neem oil is something you can use against bed bugs too. Yeah, these are the other fuckers I, I don't deal with now, but I deal with I've dealt with in my greenhouse of looking spider mites. They're Ugh, spider mites are evil. White fly. They're also evil. Yeah, white fly is massively evil. Had a big problem with them in the uh, oasis this summer. Fungus gnats are something I haven't actually heard of, yeah. but reading up on them, I recognize the creature. All right, and you can get gardening tips for wherever you live from the almanac. We got a link here for you guys to deal with that. Well, they're not just gardening tips. What they are is you put your uh, address or your postal code into the top there mm -hmm. and then what they do is they bring up an entire list of things to get done that month it's oh. great for people like me who are you yeah. know distractible and don't really know what they're doing yep. i like having one thing in one area that i can hyper focus on mind you my hyper focus is only good for things i'm well, interested you, you in have a different postal i love code adhd Yeah, so... Well, see, I, I was thinking your postal code would be the same, but the postal code for Lake Couch and is VOR2GO. And how I remember it is vodka on the rocks to go. The way I remember mine is very old rum, one year off. <laughs> <laughs> that works too. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the fact that they gave us a list. And it's not just gardening stuff. Like, do you have a wood stove... Or keep a fire. Yeah. You can use wood ashes to raise your soil. Yeah. Soil's pH, I think you yep. scrolled up. So, so. Soil's pH, yeah, that's what it is. Soil's pH. Soil's pH if you need it. So don't yeah. use pH if greater than seven point oh, which I don't fully comprehend. Casserole. Hmm, that sounds good. Yes, I'm very excited. I brought this last year and meant to make it, never got around to it. This year, I need to collect enough eggs in order to do this. You'll collect enough eggs. You can't be you can't be eating a dozen and a half eggs every week. Uh, yes, you can. You've got kids. I have two teenage girls. 
and a male. I mean, you get a dozen and a half eggs every week I'm gone from the Oasis, you know? Yeah, I get like one egg a week, maybe. <laughs> really? Out of that dozen and a half, you only get one? Yeah. Mm. There's the egg sandwiches, and then there's the hard-boiled eggs, and then, the, yeah. Well, then you tell them the they're not allowed go. to touch the eggs because you're going to make a very special breakfast. <laughs> yeah, so I want to gather the eggs and use only the fresh eggs to make this because I'm really excited to make something yummy. I've that got something will... for you. If you do make this, skip mm -hmm. this, the sausage links. Okay. Okay. Buy, I have a recipe that I have perfected for making your own breakfast sausage. I'll be putting it on the Oasis soon. Cool. And all you got to do is go buy ground pork, which is really cheap. Oh, yeah. Ground pork is really cheap. So I bought a lot of it. And I've got a nice spice blend that mixes in, and it it's the most amazing breakfast sausage. Cool. And I've used it several times. In fact, I've even freeze-dried a whole crap load of it. Nice. Because I had some pork that was starting to get free, uh, freezer burned in the freezer. And I went, oh, I better do something with this. And it's like, oh, I don't want to eat it. Well, I'll eat some breakfast now, and then I'll freeze-dry the rest of it. So I ended up <laughs> freeze-drying an entire jar of it. Cool. So and it reconstitutes beautifully. But yeah, it's it's better than sausage links or anything you can remove because all you're dealing with is the ground pork. And then you uh, add your own spices to it. So you get something way more healthy. And there's a huge difference between the way meat tastes from the grocery store and the way it tastes when it comes from a farm. Oh, yeah. Massively. Massively. And then, you know, it's even better if you can add your own spices to it because then you know exactly what goes into it and how much sugar and everything else goes into it. And I don't put sugar exactly. in my ground sausage. So, yeah, this, this is a very basic recipe. Well, it's basic to me anyway. Mm -hmm. It looks so easy to make. And I really want to actually get around to making it this year. Combine eggs, I think milk, it'll be fantastic. Salt, pour, uh, combine, uh, pour everything over the meat, refrigerate it overnight. In the morning, just bake it for 50 minutes. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then everyone's got their instant breakfast casserole. And if you hmm. mix it all the night before, stick it in the fridge, everything kind of mixes its flavors yeah. already overnight, which is really cool. Yeah, it'll blend its flavors very well. Then all you do is uh, put the cheese on it and... You know, something I've never actually done, I've never actually drained the meat. I always leave the fat well, in you, there with the entire <coughs> meal. You want to leave the and fat it, in there. Unless, yeah, it's, unless it's an excess amount of fat. And you only get excess amount of fat if you get really cheap quality stuff. Yeah. You but know. like, there's always that bit of fat in there. <coughs> and every recipe I've ever come across has always said drain the meat. Well, like a couple recipes even say rinse off the meat to well, get all the fat gone. I'm just looking at it going... Those well, recipes dumb. came about during the 70s when they determined that fat was bad for you and told you to get rid of your fat. Plus, also during the 70s, store-bought meat went from being uh, lean meat to regular ground beef, which is like 30% fat. If, if, ah. you, if you've ever cooked with regular ground beef from the store, you know how much fat you get. I did in my early 20s, yeah, you get and it was like weird. A, you get like a quarter to a half a cup of fat off a pound of meat. Yeah, you know what's really That's weird? That's way about too much that, fat. About that fat, you can't even keep it properly. No. It doesn't keep. Because it's not good fat. It's the, it's the piss-poor fat. So, yeah. 
So that's where that stuff, that's where those recipes came about when it happened and occurred. Because they, that was when okay. they decided to blame fat as the problem. Well, it's not the fat, it's the type of fat and how much fat is in it. You know, the meats I use now are really lean meats. And there's, sometimes I cook the beef and there's like hardly any fat in the tray at all. I almost had to add oil to keep it from burning. I have that when I when I'm eating my meat from the farm. Yeah. It's like so little fat. Well, except for with pork. There's yeah. always fat with well, pork. Well, pork is a very fatty meat to begin with. It really is. Yeah. All right. So cooking and canning recipes. Okay, that was the overnight breakfast casserole. All right. Canadian cattle. This is, uh, we got to do a little worrying about our food supply, folks. Canadian cattle numbers, significant drop while the strong, strong uh, demand for beef continues. Really? Yeah. See, this is the stuff you get when you subscribe to Cattleman Magazine because they... Put out, they put out the truth. What happened to the cattle? Um, COVID. It doesn't make any sense. COVID doesn't affect animals. Okay, it wasn't that they got COVID. What happened was, okay, you got to remember, all of the big producers, previous to COVID, they didn't just produce for the people that bought in a grocery store. They produced, no, they produced for, for all, all the restaurants. All the restaurants and everything else. Mm -hmm. and every one of them was shut down. Yeah, but you think that the government would have picked it up because they've been doing all that stockpiling. No, no. A lot of it went to uh, waste. They pushed animals oh. through. There was a brief time at a grocery store where beef was fucking dirt cheap. Okay. Well, I remember when it was dirt cheap from where I was ordering from. Yeah. That's changed now. So anyway, the herds are shrink. And it takes, when a herd shrinks that much, it takes several years to recuperate from that. They dropped 2.8% in 2022. Ah. You know. They now, had to call the herd in order to They had to not, call the herd. In order to afford to feed what the herd... In order to afford to feed the herd, they had to call the herd. Now they have to rebuild the herd, which is going to take another five yeah. to six years. Yeah. Take a while. See, this is, this is a good rundown of it. In 2021, there were 223 million bulls, and now there's 219. And beef cows... Um, 377, 3713, dairy cows, dairy heifers, everything down the line. Okay. So. So it's very interesting to see the drop, but it's something to be aware of, folks. So if you don't have beef stocked up, stock up. Yeah. And they're going to make it worse on the cattlemen because. Oh, shit. Highlight carbon emissions. They want to kill them even further. Woke, man. Woke and go broke. Now, we don't have the initiatives in Canada yet because I'm not sure they can sell direct from farm to table yet. Well, there's some sort of it. But in the States, they're having more farms or wanting to just bypass the middleman and sell directly from their gate for the most part. Well, this is talking about the 2030 Canadian beef goals mm -hmm. where it's wanting to downsize the amount of carbon emissions from the beef in Canada. Yep. Yeah, the most biggest bullshit in the world. Downsize the carbon emissions. Well, those carbon emissions don't seem to really be impacting the weather right now. Yeesh. So they, want to, they want to shrink the herds even further, especially in Canada. 
And here we go. I've got some stuff here. Start your engines, folks. Let the rationing begin. In the UK, uh. eggs are to be rationed across the UK until spring of 2023. Let's keep enough for everyone. Yep. I noticed that things that I'm buying in the grocery store, like I usually get a flat of eggs. Mm -hmm. Right? That's they usually got 30 eggs. Mm -hmm. Well, now, flat, still the same size carton, but there's only 20 eggs and it's still the same price. Yep. Well, that's how they go shrinkflation. Yeah. Make people think they're still paying the same price while getting less. Because a lot of people don't bother to count them. Like the cheese going from 700 to 400. Oh no, it's it's it, it, it draw it, it's dropped from 850 grams since I've been since I've been tracking it. It was 850 grams a block. Now it's four hundred. When I first started grocery shopping, it was nine hundred grams, yeah. and now it's four hundred. Yeah, and it's the same price as it was. Yeah. at that time. So yeah, it keeps dropping. One place I still buy cheese, I buy my seven hundred fifty gram block. It's actually gone up in price, so I I don't feel so bad. So I understand that the price has gone up. I'm getting same amount of cheese though. Mm -hmm. So instead of being delusioned into, oh, I still say the same price and there's less cheese for what I need to do. Now I got to buy two blocks versus one block. My goodness. So eggs are being rationed across the UK. And what's funny is it has nothing to do with the production of eggs. As an egg farmer in the UK explains. Hello, hello. It's me again with another egg video. I thought I better get this one out there uh, before the supermarkets put their story across and cancel everyone else out. So when you go into a supermarket now, you might see that there is a bit of an egg shortage. So not many eggs on the shelf to buy, not free range, not organic, no, nothing. So you're struggling to find eggs. Supermarkets are gonna tell you this is because of avian flu, which to be fair, there has been a lot of cases of avian flu. But you want to know the real reason why there's an egg shortage? It's because the supermarkets won't pay the farmers for the eggs. So the there you go. There's the truth. Speaking of avian flu, mm -hmm. seems to be going through the island right now. Uh, they're full of shit. Yeah. They're full of shit. But anyway, the truth is, is that they don't want to pay for the eggs. And also, it's a problem with the with the uh, um, shipping shipping system. Yeah. Which got we massively We have such broke. a delicate system in place, and it's breaking down. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things we lost on our Oracle. Uh, from the original list, we, we had said that the, the system would break down by 2023. Yes, we did. And it's doing it. It is. It's starting to break down. It's not quite as far gone as we figured it would be. Here you go. And, of course, anyone who's been at a grocery store lately and bought themselves a head of lettuce will understand. Oh, my God. Those things are so freaking expensive now. Four bucks for a head of lettuce. Well, you're lucky, man. I wasn't paying attention last week. I went in the store to grab some lettuce and uh, um, tomatoes. I, went, I need lettuce and tomato for tacos. So I just grabbed the two items, walked out. It's like 15 I, bucks. It was like 12 bucks. I'm like... What the fuck? One tomato yeah. and a head of lettuce? And I'm like, how the hell did that happen? And I'm looking at the receipt. Head of lettuce cost me seven bucks. Yep. 
Because I just didn't think about it. I just grabbed a head of lettuce and a tomato and ran out the door. And it's like, oh, fuck. And I really wanted it because I wanted dinner. That took my dinner from, you know, $2 a person to three fifty per person. So four fifty per person. Because I, 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 I actually figure out how much, how much each serving costs when I, when I cook dinner. Because I mean, I'm OCD. I get... I guess I kind of understand the shortage of lettuce. We had a really shitty growing season. No, it's not a shortage of lettuce. There's not a shortage of it. Understand, it's not a shortage of it. Mm -hmm. It's the expense of getting it shipped here. Because all our lettuce right now, there's very little that is grown here in Canada this time of year. It has to be grown in a greenhouse this time of year. Yeah. So it's coming from California or Mexico. So it's got to be shipped here. Now there's a shortage of diesel. Diesel's like, well, it's like six, seven bucks a gallon in the states. What's so that? expensive? It's like that's like a dollar. That's like almost two bucks a two bucks a liter. I never thought I'd see the day when diesel's more expensive than gas. Yes, I neither did I because diesel's the first thing they make when they break down oil to fuel. Exactly. So, so yeah, we need to produce more of our food here in Canada. And it's not just lettuce. Lettuce is the big one that's noticeable, but uh, many other things. It's like one of the reasons why I'm going to add another grow tent here and, and grow my own tomatoes and other things in the, in the winter. And I'm going to start planting lettuce in the greenhouse because lettuce will grow in my greenhouse in the winter. So right. I had to have a chat with my kids about how uh, we're going to have to start practicing eating seasonally yes. because eating seasonally... That's how we can afford to continue eating all year long. Yep. Well, that's what's going to happen. Eventually, we're going to go back to eating seasonally. Everyone's going to go back to eating seasonally unless they have the ability to grow out-of-season things themselves. Which, Although, I, which I'm working on is to grow out-of-season things myself, like tomatoes and peppers and uh, lettuce and other miscellaneous things that are out-of-season. Like right now, if you like kale, I've got kale coming out my ass. Excellent. You know, because kale, grow, kale grows all winter. Kale doesn't care about the freezing cold or the snow. Kale keeps growing all winter long. So here's a question. Mm -hmm. Could you grow lettuce or tomatoes if you had no electricity? Um, no. Or I peppers? I, I couldn't if I had no electricity. If I had no electricity, I couldn't do it because I need electricity to power my lights. Okay. And I would... I would compensate for that by one of the things in my long list of things I want to do over the next several years is put in a battery backup system that gets its electricity from solar or somewhere else. Because even though we don't see a lot of sun, there's still some that comes through the clouds to mm -hmm. maybe charge batteries, maybe power lights, but there's other ways to do it. I've been studying, not studying, but I've been watching all the videos on electric, on uh, magnetic motors. Oh, cool. And you can actually create your own magnetic motor that will produce you up to 24 kilowatts electricity per day. And the average household uses anywhere from 10 to 20 kilowatts per day. And you can create an electric motor that, or a, a magnetic motor. It's, it's actually perpetual motion. Once you got it all working and you have to use a boost, a battery or something to jump start it to make it start running. But once it starts running, you take away the electric supply to it and it will continuously produce electricity as long as your bearings don't wear out. Oh. Because it's, it's just, it's magnetically driven. It's using magnets to drive it. I actually read about a, uh, 
a solar panel that use that utilizes moonlight and daylight. Yeah, all there are. There we we have the technology now to where we don't need the power companies. We have and that's that dangerous for the powers that be. That's why they're trying to crush it every time it escapes. They try to crush it or dis- or or dissuade it or you know what's the word I'm looking for? Malign it. You know, say it's it- studies say that 85 percent of the solar panels that say they use moon power don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we have the technology now, and I was talking to. Friend of mine last night, I went out for beers last night. I actually have someone here in Lake Howitch and I can go out with beers with and socialize with. God, so weird. Cool. It's so weird to do that. <laughs> uh, anyway, we were chatting last night and we got to talking. Um, oh shit, I just lost my train of thought. Fucking train derailed. Um, Power companies are trying to kill the information on perpetual motion and whatnot. Yeah, no, it, it, was, it, was, it was to do with something like that. And my fucking train just fucking shifted gears. We'll come back to Squirrel. it. Squirrel. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Squirrel. Squirrel. Yeah. Uh, fuck. It was a really good point that flowed right into what we were just talking about. Anyway, it'll come it. back eventually. It'll it'll flow back to me. All right. Lab grown meat is finally here, folks. Been approved by the FDA, and we know how well they care about your health. Oh yeah. This is Upside Foods. This is their official website. Okay, I, par- I carried this from their official website because I wanted you to know this is what they're promoting. They start by taking a sample of primary shell, primary cells from a chicken or a fertilized egg, and from this sample, they grow chicken meat in a lab. So you're eating test tube babies. No, you're not even eating test tube babies. You're eating cloned meat. Which is essentially test tube babies. Yeah. They make this meat. Supposedly, it's good for you. I can't understand it because where the hell does this so-called meat get its nutrition to turn into meat? From the DNA? No. How do chickens turn into meat? They don't do it just from their DNA. They do it from scratching in the ground, eating bugs and feed and everything else, and they turn it into meat. Where does test tube baby meat get its 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 feed from? Its meat, its food, <laughs> its food from. It doesn't come from bugs and everything else. It's I hope that catches on. Calling this stuff test tube baby meat. <laughs> <laughs> test tube baby meat. <laughs> yeah, you might have coined a term here. They feed them. Okay. They feed them compounds found in animal feed and human food, including amino acids, fatty acids, sugars, trance elements. That's fucking a scary term. Trace elements. Oh, it looks like trance to me. All right. Salts and vitamins. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the size of the feed components. For instance, while a live chicken is fed corn, which is made up of carbohydrates and protein, we feed ourselves the microscopic hydro- carbohydrates and proteins directly along with components to facilitate cell growth. Then they cultivate it. Then they place yeah, see, it in, a, tube. They place it in a vessel called the cultivator. It maintains the right temperature and oxygen levels for the cells to grow. Actually, it looks like a pressure cooker. It does look like a pressure cooker there. <laughs> then they harvest it. About three weeks in. And then they serve it up to you. Mmm. Test tube baby meat. (laughs) Yum, yum. (laughs) 
This is sad. This is really I think sad. I would trust a replicator a lot more than that. <laughs> I think I would too. I don't know. Man. Like I said, I've I've been watching Star Trek again, so I'm going to be doing a lot of Star Trek references for a while. You know, the, the best part is about us. We're located in San Francisco. Why would they be anywhere else? <laughs> we well, have 10 billion I guess... mouths to feed worldwide by 202050. We have to get cooking. Luckily, we started in 2015. And here's the people who have invested in them. For those of you who haven't figured out. Bill Gates. Yep. Bill Gates, Cargill, and Richard Branson. Richard Branson is Virgin Airways and all the other Virgin shit. That's where Richard Branson. Mm. We all know about Dr. Bill. Cargill, a lot of people don't pay attention to Cargill. I don't know that name. You do. You just don't know you know it. Approximately 70% of all the food you eat is because of Cargill. Farms, slaughterhouses, production facilities, transportation okay. facilities. Cargill is one of the largest people in the, in the, in the food system. Tyson Foods is right up there with them. Now, why would Tyson Foods, who is the largest poultry producer, invest in this crap? Things I don't know. That, things that make you go, huh? Are they trying to put themselves out of business? No, they wouldn't be wanting to do that. Because they think it can be sold to people, which it will. People will line up for this crap. The same as they'll line up for the for the microchip in the brain that Elon just released. Like lobster into the pot, man. Like lobster? Like that one thing? I, I should have that one up here, man. That, that should be a fucking standard for the show now. I agree. Where's the lobster into the pot? <laughs> um, lobster into the pot. Here we go. Mm, fuck, I can't find it now. Wow, this is a... Little bastard. So disturbing. Well, you know, founding members, you know, Amps Innovation, they got, their they got their Series B funding, investment from Whole Foods. Amazon. Yeah, this is a Whole Food. Wholly invented. Uh-huh. They rebranded to Upside Foods. They don't tell you who their fucking original branding was. Maybe the original branding was test tube meat. Oh, test tube babies? <laughs> test tube baby meat. Test tube baby meat. <laughs> and they've acquired a seafood company. So they're planning to do seafood too. Okay, that's just wrong. Mm -hmm. Seafood is terrible enough when you try to get on the mainland inland. Yeah, you like, you got to have it fresh in order, in order to enjoy it. If it's not fresh, it's not enjoyable. I, I fully agree. If you're if you're more than a hundred miles from the coast, oh man, it has that fishy smell. That means it's no good. It means it's no good. But yeah, anyway. that's what a lot of people don't seem to understand. If your fish smells like that fishy smell, is bad. Don't it, eat it. It's starting to rot. Yeah. All right. Another one. Twenty-five crops you can grow in buckets all year long. Yeah, I was reading this, and it seems like. Yes, to a lot of them, but then others, no. Well, 
it's all dependent upon your growing conditions. Like tomatoes, you can only you can grow them indoors if you've got a place that's well lit. In fact, if you've got a southern facing window that's got lots mm -hmm. of light, you can grow tomatoes there all year long. I know someone who does. And they grow tomatoes there just fine. Cool. Kale, kale will fucking grow forever, man. You can get a six foot tall kale plant. I've done it. <laughs> I've proved you can grow a six foot tall kale plant. Yes, you have. I just I did it just because I saw one. I thought, hmm, I wonder if I can do that. So I grew one just to see how big the fucking thing would get. Peppers, I'm growing peppers right now indoors in pots. So yeah, arugula, eggplant, and all of these things can be grown indoors. It's a matter of space and lighting. Onions, well, I'm not so certain about the I've, onions. I've never managed to get onions to do more than give me the yeah. like onion grass. Yeah, uh, onion grass chives, is good. I guess. Cucumbers, well, you'd have to have a deep pod, hanging basket. They'd be problematic. Carrots, fuck, I can't. I can barely grow carrots outdoors. I wouldn't even try <laughs> to grow them in a fucking pot. Maybe you need to try growing them in a pot. Maybe I that's the only that way you'll once. be able to grow them. I tried growing them in pots. I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. I no, no, no. And lettuce, lettuce I lettuce, I tried growing lettuce. It didn't love me. Lettuce lettuce needs lots of light and decent water, and that's all it needs. And lettuce, I've grown it indoors. Beans, I've not been successful to grow them indoors. But yeah, they can. Green onions, piece of cake. Those are piece of cake. They're, they're chives, man. Green onions are basically chives. Yeah, green onions and mint, I've had no problem growing. And mushrooms, I've accidentally grown. Yeah, well, they're probably not the edible ones. According to what I read in the comparison, they were edible. I didn't try it, though. Oh, okay. Well, at least you didn't try it. <laughs> Spinach, peas, garlic. Garlic does not grow well in a pot. I don't give a fuck what they say. It does not <laughs> grow well in a pot. I have no problems growing garlic, and I've tried growing in pots, and all I can get is a little teeny tiny bulb. It just... I was just going to say, you can get the really teeny tiny ones. Yes, that's all I get in a pot with garlic. I don't care what they say. It just doesn't work. Cabbages? I, I don't know, man. Cabbages, that's a big maybe. Artichokes, eh, maybe. Squash, yeah, where are we going to run the squash all over your fucking living room? <laughs> that's a fucking vine that goes everywhere, folks. According to that picture, it just kind of goes... Oh, yeah. Blah. It's like, sure, maybe zucchini <laughs> does that, but not squash. Radishes, okay. Celery, maybe. I've, I have mediocre success with celery. Beets, not so much. Microgreens, piece of cake. They're easy to grow. So, the other ones is make your own sprouts. Sprouts are a piece of cake. Sprouts are a piece of cake. Even I can do it, and I kill a lot of things mm -hmm. without meaning to. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, we've got some stocking and storage tips. Here's an interesting one for you. What happens if you eat Costco food for 30 days? I just thought it was an interesting article. You know, if you eat only the stuff you buy in Costco cans for 30 days, can you live off them? Oh, you sure could if you bought the right stuff. Yeah, I read this too, and I found it really interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, I like the fact that he has, like, the first hurdle, second hurdle. Like, he explains the issues that he had mm -hmm. along with how he solved the issues. Yeah. You just got to buy the right mix of cans. Mm -hmm. That's basically what it comes down to. And some of the stuff that he brings up is stuff you can get at Costco. I was a little surprised at that. Like the canned sausages. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, Vienna sausages? They've been a thing since I was a kid. I've got I've actually got I've actually got some in my storage stock. Yeah, I had no idea, but I I'm not a big 
I'm not big on canned stuff. I'm, I'm not very knowledgeable about well, it. I like my I like my canned um, canned uh, um, um, oysters. Those are excellent. Yes. That's actually one of the stocking stuffers that the girls get every year. is a is a tin of canned oysters. I love my <laughs> canned oysters. I buy the ones with peppers in them, the spicy ones, and I stock or, them up. Or the smoked ones that are kept in oil. I'm Those not, are really well, good. That's what I buy the I buy the pepper ones kept in oil. They're they're all kept in oil. Oysters are always kept in oil. I love my okay. oysters. Beans, chickpeas. So basically, they cover they cover all the stuff in here. A lot of this stuff I keep in stock. Some things I don't buy because you know I'm not interested in tomatoes. I don't have to worry about buying Costco stuff anymore. I've got God, I must have like fifty jars of uh, tomatoes from this year's harvest. Perfect. I've still got to work through all my canned ones though before I start digging into my jarred stuff. I'm so I'm finally getting ahead of my canned stuff, so I so I don't have to buy I don't have to buy canned uh, canned tomatoes anymore because I got such a decent harvest at the end of the year. The only reason I got decent harvest because we had those extra three weeks of summer this year. <laughs> but yes, well, the universe is kind. It, it pours shit on you, but then it's like, okay, here's your compensant. Well, the funny thing is, like everyone's enjoying it. And I'm thinking, no, no, you need to, you need to be, you know, stocking up everything you're growing right now. Harvest as fast as you fucking can because winter's going to be fucking brutal. Oh yeah, it flipped on a dime. And it flipped on a dime, and it is brutal now. And it's because Mother Nature goes, okay, I'm going to give you this extra three weeks to double prepare yourself. If you're going to be a lazy fuck and kick back in the sun, well, sucks to be you in the winter. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Here's another list. 100 foods to store in your house. 100 foods that last 10 years. We're not going to go through them all, but we'll just give a couple. Maple syrup, dried beans, hard liquor. Hard liquor lasts more than 10 years. You know, canned goods, beans, fat and oil options. And you can actually store fats longer than a couple, three years. I've proved it. Mm -hmm. And you want to. Peanut butter, it lasts a long time. A lot longer than that, that label on the jar says. If you get the real stuff, it lasts forever. Yeah, real peanut butter, which is what I always buy. I buy nothing but pure peanuts crushed up mm -hmm. with a little bit of salt because I can't tan stand the salt-free stuff. <laughs> salt-free stuff is bitter. It, it's because it needs salt to give it flavor. If you, if you accidentally buy the salt-free stuff... Just add a teaspoon of salt and stir it in. You'll be fine. Beef jerky, millet, chia seeds, flour, powdered eggs, you know, it just goes, the list goes on. You know, if you're lucky enough to have a freeze dryer, you can make your own powdered eggs. I or, do. you know, if you know someone with a freeze dryer. Yeah, that helps too. Hot sauces. Oh, I make lots of hot sauce. I love my hot sauce. I like it sealed. It lasts a lifetime. <laughs> pretty true. Because it, it's pure vinegar, pretty much. Yeah. I uh, also want to point out the dry mustard. Mm -hmm. You get mustard powder. Mm -hmm. stuff is amazing. It is one of the most wonderful ingredients for most things you make, like soups. Yep. But also, it will last forever. Yep. Red wine. I think I've had my one bag of, my one open bag of mustard powder for like, Five years so far. Oh, yeah. I haven't gotten through it because you don't need much. No. I used to use it in my hot sauce until I found a better way to uh, thicken it up. Because mustard's a thickener. All I right. didn't know that. 
using a five gallon bucket for storage. Lots of ways to do it. Make sure you get the right five gallon buckets and make sure you, the best way to use a five gallon bucket for storage is to get the giant Mylar bags and fill the food in the Mylar bag, crush it down, pull the air out and seal the bag with some oxygen absorbers and then stuff it in the five, in the five gallon bucket. Unless you, get good the good qua- unless you get the quality five gallon buckets. I bought a bunch of them uh, last year. They're the ones with the spin on lid and they have a rubber gasket seal. So cool. they're, they're easy to open and they're completely you know, proof. Just make sure you clean them really well. So yeah. five gallon buckets are a great way to store stuff. And they're mostly rat and rodent proof, you know. You know, it takes a long time for a rodent to chew through a five gallon bucket. But if they smell it, they'll come after it. Well, it's hard for them to smell it through the five gallon bucket. Okay. You know. So they usually won't chew on it. So the next two in this list are repeats because I accidentally repeated them. So how, just ignore them. How to sharpen and care for garden tools. Oh no, that one I that one's a new one, sorry. Okay. I saw the other one, how to Costco thirty days. Yeah, I thought this was a really good one to have. Uh I I feel like it belongs in the prep thing because knowing how to sharpen and take care of your garden tools, like you sharpen them, you oil them and you put them away for winter. You'll have them for the next year and they'll still work. They won't go rusty, but knowing how to take care of your garden tools is just as important as knowing how to actually take care of your garden. Cause without your tools, your gardening is going to be a hell of a lot harder. Mm -hmm. And how else are you going to get the food in order to store it for the winter? Yep. Yep. You got to take care of your tools, man. Take care of your tools and your hose. I like, that. I like the fact that they actually talk about how to make a good rack, how to store them properly, all those kinds of things. Yeah, I've got most of that down. It's not working perfectly yet, but I'm mostly on my way to getting that all organized. It's a very useful article. Well worth checking out. Okay, and we've got a couple more things here. Making your own winter cold remedies. I actually gave my, I made myself a fire cider which is mm-hmm. almost ready. Got another week left. Then it's going to be ready. I tasted it today. Oh, God, it's good. Whew, wow. <laughs> Does it warm you up fast? I bet. Oh, and then, of course, I made one with regular hot peppers, and I made one with Carolina Reapers. Whoo, wow. <laughs> it's just, it, it, what's funny is it, it smells like pickle juice, sort of. Yeah. Well, but, it has a very unique smell to it. But it doesn't quite, it doesn't taste like it. It's very good. And of course, you're supposed to mix honey into it when you start using it. You know, the honey hasn't that makes been, sense. The honey hasn't been added to it yet. Because you're supposed to you're supposed to ferment it or like all this stuff for a while without the honey. And then once you get rid of all the goopy plant bits and have nothing left but the liquid, then you pour in however much liquid you have, you fill that much honey into it and you stir it up really well. And then it actually it, makes a lot of sense. Honey is really good for you if you have then, the real stuff. And then it tastes sweeter. And then combined with everything else you've done for your uh, fire cider, it's a great immune system booster, a cold and flu, and all kinds of other shit thing you need. So this is a really good article. This is an interesting one for dealing with the symptoms, cleaning surfaces, disinfecting skin. You know, the herbs, man. Here's their cold and flu vinegar, which is fire cider. Pretty much, yeah. It's exactly what it is. It's fire cider. Onion, garlic, ginger, turmeric, horseradish, thyme, cayenne pepper, and apple cider vinegar. Except my fire cider has a couple additional herbs that add additional stuff to it. But that is fire cider. They call it cold and flu vinegar, but it's fire cider. 
Yeah, and they even tell you, you know, in a sunny window, shaking the dark daily, and how long they run it here? Still, okay, four weeks. Same amount of time it takes to make fire cider. I make the cold and flu tea, well, my own version, but I've never thought to add cayenne powder or any kind of pepper stuff to it. Yep, you're supposed to. And if you need cayenne powder, I got shitloads of it. All I've, freshly harvested. I've got, I've got a decent amount of cayenne powder. I just never thought to add it to the tea I make for the kids. Yep, you should. If you add just a little bit, they'll never even taste it. Hmm. So, I actually tripped across a recipe on how to make your own sore throat lozenges, too. I have a couple of those recipes. I just haven't gotten around to it. Yep. All these things I just haven't gotten around to because I'm too busy with everything else. Well, Hopefully time will appear in my calendar soon. Well, sooner or later. It'll appear there. All right, here we go. Other tips. We got emergency heaters. Okay, and they go through all the standard ones here for the most part. But you can ignore those because unless you have these already, you're pretty much screwed. Yeah. Um, they don't cover the couple of the ones that I find interesting. And this is something everyone should do. Is most everyone has tea light candles kicking around. Yeah. Okay. I buy them by the 100 pack for a few bucks. And I stock up on them. And I keep forgetting to buy my um, clay pots and bolts. If you buy four different size clay pots, the ones that fit inside each other, and you get a very long bolt, and you bolt them all together, leaving a space air gap in those pots, and then you put it up on a brick, put several tea lights underneath those clay pots, they will heat an 800-square-foot room. Which is a fantastic yeah. emergency heater. It's a fantastic, a cheap emergency heater. So I just keep forgetting to buy the pots because I really need to do that. I remember when I was a kid messing around tea lights. Mm -hmm. I was so surprised mm -hmm. because you light them, you put them in the grass, and it literally kills all the grass in like a three-foot circle. Yep. All right. Survival Crisco. uses for Crisco because you definitely don't want to eat this shit. No. But there is survival uses you can use it for. Huh. Such as egg preservation. You can cool. smear it over your eggs to preserve them. Use it for chap skin. That makes sense. Lamp oil. It makes excellent lamp oil. Never thought about it, but you that can, makes sense too. You can use it for a survival torch. Stuff a wick down in the middle of it and light the <laughs> wick. And it's an instant survival torch. Cool. Use it for a snow shovel helper. In other words, if you've got that snow sticking to your shovel, just smear some Crisco on it. Snow will stop sticking. Use it for makes diaper sense. rash. Mechanical helper. Cast iron seasoner. Headlight brightener. Hmm. Yeah, this is something you could try on your headlights. See if yeah, I was just thinking headlight right now. That's kind of cool. Calorie enhancer? Well, you really don't want to eat Crisco for it because Crisco's not really oil. It's bad for no, you. No, but Great. if food is scarce and you got nothing else, If you got nothing help. else, absolutely. Fire starter, rust protection, soap making. Soap making? Well, yeah. You know, if you've got a fire, fire pit, I actually... yeah. I might have I might have brought it. Oh, here it is. It's right here. How to make your own your own soap the old-fashioned way from fire pit ashes. Cool. Take your fire pit because your fire pit ashes contain lye. To make okay. soap, you need two things. You need lye and fat. That's it. 
That's what soap is made from, lion fat. Now, after the lion fat is, you know, herbs and other things to make it sweet, but, you know, raw soap is raw soap. It'll still get you clean. Okay? But they show you here how to get the lye you need. You put a barrel or a bucket or something, holes in the bottom, fill it with gravel, fill it with straw, put all your wood ashes in there, create a small divot in there, fill that divot full of water, collect that water coming out the bottom. What's coming out the bottom there is lye. Cool. And it's not the overstrong lye, and they tell you in this article how to make your lye soap. Really easy. They got a nice one, quick one here for making raw soap. This is soap you can use for your frying pan and whatnot. If you throw ashes from a hardwood fire into your frying pan after dinner, the lye ash will combine with the fat from the cooking to make a crude soap. Cool. And it works great for washing dishes, tin plates, hunting knives, you know, some brief clothing, you know, wash your hands. But you can make soap because that's how soap was made, how soap has always been made, still made to this day. It's just we use stronger lies for it now. So there's something for to do with that Crisco. So, yeah. That's an interesting thought. I thought that one was really good. I, it, I'm going to add that to my list of projects, which never stops fucking growing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a pretty long list at this point, too. It's like eventually I'll have the time to mm-hmm. do all this. Yep. All right. And save money now after seeing some grocery. Uh, yeah. After seeing grocery prices lately, money saving tips from the real survivors of the Great, great Depression. Definitely want to take these tips. Yes. Mm-hmm. Live as a family as much as you can, as many people as you can reasonably squeeze together in a house. Save some money. Insulate your home. In the summer, Put wet sheets over your entranceway to cool it. If you can find produce that's close to spoiling and you're planning to use it, do something with it real quick, you can get it 50%, 75% off. Create your own cleaning supplies with baking soda, vinegar, and lemon. Actually, that works way better than half the cleaning supplies out there. Mm -hmm. Cheaper protein options, which happens to everyone. You... Either drop from beef to chicken or chicken to pork. You know, pork's often the cheapest protein. You know, it's interesting. Back in, like, the 1920s, pork was the most expensive meat. Now it is the cheapest meat. Yeah, well, taste change. Yeah. Start a garden. Learn how to bake. Baking, very good. Make more soups, like your never-ending soup. The soup that goes on and on and on. I love my never-ending soup. It's usually so good. Every once in a while, it's no, it's no good, but it's usually really good, and it's always there for people to have a cup of soup. Yeah, for those that like their milk, you can cut it with water to a certain extent. Learn to sew. Save yourself some money on fixing your own clothes. Hang on to all your scraps. Make basic home repairs. In other words, all you soy boys, buckle up, man. You need to learn how to fucking <laughs> fix things. Moderation, be willing to work. Yeah. That's a big one. Be willing to work. I think more and more people are going to discover that in the years to come. One of the scenes from, um, I can't remember, I can't remember, oh, Yellowstone. One of the scenes from the last episode in Yellowstone was the daughter picked a fight with a vegan cunt and... (laughs) 
they they simply traded punches. Like they they took turns, mm-hmm. and of course the daughter was still standing. The yeah. vegan was on the ground crying. Yeah, and she's like, okay, you've had enough. She helped her up, and she said, this is my house, and you will respect me. And when the girl said, well, what about respect for me? She said, you get exactly as much as you give. Pretty much and it. it was amazing seeing the change in attitude of that vegan character because that that really is how it goes. Yeah, you get it out of your fucking system, and then you're okay. Mm-hmm. You move forward. You give as much respect mm-hmm. as you, you are. Get, you uh, get as much respect as you give. It's uh, it's pretty much yeah. always been like that, except for the last ten years, man. Yeah, people expect you to give more respect than you receive, and that, that I think, is what is breaking so many people's brains. They demand respect. I mean, my entire life has been lived. You can't demand respect from me. you got to earn it. The only people who automatically have my respect are people who have lived to an older age because they have seen so well, much. They sort, of, they sort of deserve respect as long as they're not assholes. If they're assholes, exactly. they don't get respect anyway because they, they don't give respect if they've lived that long they generally give respect exactly but those are the only people who automatically get respect from most people and now the people who have lived a longer life get the least amount of respect here's a nice little article for you gun collectors out there it's a nice article about uh, what kind of guns to store away pretty. for inheritances so i thought that some was of those a... are so pretty yeah those are black powder guns I wouldn't mind having a black powder gun or two and then knowing how to bank black powder. That would be so cool. All right. All right. Here's an article. Winter is coming. Nope, nope. Sorry, it's here. Make sure you (laughs) don't forget to do these things. Firewood, if you have a wood stove. Insulation, if if you're not already insulated. Backup power, make sure you've got a backup power supply. Hang on. And gasoline to run the generator. For insulation, something a lot of people don't know is if you live in a house, Mm -hmm. go into your kitchen and just open the bottom cupboards and reach your hand in there and feel. Because you will find that in that cupboard, it's pretty cold. That's because the wall behind it wasn't properly insulated. It could be that, but every house I've ever lived in has always been kind of cold in the cupboard because there's no heat. there; It doesn't Mm -hmm. get warmed up. That's true. But it is a great insulation. And then you put your hand in front of the window Windows are solid, sort of. I mean, glass isn't actually solid. It's always in a liquid form. But you put your hand in front of the window, you'll feel cold emanating from it. Yep. So what you want to do, you can do something as simple as hang a thinnish blanket Mm -hmm. over top of your curtains. And that will help to keep in the heat majorly. Same thing. It doesn't matter how... It'll keep the cold right up against the wall. (laughs) Yeah. There's a reason why we used to have wall hangings. Mm -hmm. It's not because they look pretty. Well, not only because they look pretty. It's, it was actually because you hit, put the wall hangings, you put the window hangings. Yeah. It will help keep the heat in. Keep the heat in. Food supplies. Make sure you're stocked up on food. Water. And water. And water. We don't really have that problem right now. Just go out and get some snow. <laughs> <laughs> but don't try to eat it. you got to melt it. And you got to remember it's a 10 to, 10 to 1 ratio. So if you gather 10 gallons of snow, you get one gallon of water. Why no eating the snow? Uh, because you uh, lower your body temperature melting it. Ah. It's a very typical kid thing to do. Yes, Not well, it's okay snow. to do if you've got a warm place to go to. But if you're stuck, <laughs> like this is something we had to drill into the kids when we went winter camping. <laughs> was to not eat the snow because it could cause hypothermia. 
Yeah. And so it was it, a very important lesson to learn. So you got no warm place. Yeah, don't eat no the snow. No warm place to warm up. You don't eat the snow. And that was where they also got the lesson of you fill this great big 10-gallon pot full of, water, of snow and melt it. Now, the inter entertaining thing about if you fill a pot full of snow and you don't put a little water at the bottom, you will actually burn the snow. Really? Yes. Because I did not know that. It will, it will evaporate before it has time to condense in the water. That's hilarious. It's, it's a very entertaining thing to do and show the kids. Fill it full, fire up the heat on it. It seems like it starts melting. You dig down through and say, no water. You have to actually put a little bit of water <laughs> at the bottom for it to actually activate and melt the snow. How interesting. It's, it's because it sublimates. It just, it, it just sublimates. It just turns right to a gas and goes away. That does make sense, though. <laughs> so yeah, it's the little things you learn when you were when you're a scout leader taking your kids on really wild camp campouts. You know, things that uh, things that educate people. Pipes, yeah, burst pipe in the middle of winter. That is a personal shit hits the fan situation. Yes, that is a personal shit hits the fan situation. You know, that's why you have to be prepared. Like we have, we have outside shutoffs. The biggest thing that happens to people is they don't turn off their outside shutoff valve mm -hmm. for their uh, things. And then the pipe bursts there. Now I've run into a minor problem with one of my outside shutoff valves this year in that I shut it off and it didn't actually shut it off. Oh, that's no good. And so what I had to do was I had to wrap mass amounts of insulation around the outside thing to prevent it from freezing. Hmm. That was for the front one. The back one works fine, fortunately, so we can still water the chickens. <laughs> and I fixed the hose, so the hose can be used today. Water the chickens like you water grass. Yes, you do. You water chickens like you water grass. Blackout kits. You'll definitely want something for blackout kits because winter outages do happen. Another thing to think of is uh, look up blackout kit supplies specifically mm -hmm. for your area. Like for our area, a blackout kit would be very different than from the grasslands in Alberta. Yep. So be sure to know what it is you would need to survive mm -hmm. a blackout that would be an extended blackout just in case. Yep. Set yourself up with the tools that you will actually need, not the tools that are cool or fun. Here's another quick one here. How to make some extra money, you know, make a decent living if you're retired or you just want to have some extra money. Your hobbies, turn your hobbies into money. Freelance for stuff, you can always freelance. Consultants, online stores, specialty cooking. Now, this always works very well. People always want food. Oh, yeah. I discovered that with my market stuff this year. The other stuff I was selling didn't do so well. Once I started selling food, food always sells. <laughs> especially treats people want, yes. love their treats especially if it's within a reasonable price run daycare i don't recommend that fucking kids well for people like me it's a great idea daycare, daycare? i like kids oh. i do well with a bunch of kids they seem to like me for okay. some reason well, you're fucking twisted i know extra it's space a woman thing. blah 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 all right and you brought us mars is an opposition yeah, I was thinking maybe that might mean we'll have peace for, for a while, but I'm not sure. Does Mars in opposition mean peace? I thought Mars in opposition it meant uh, meant something not good. 
I'm not sure. All I know, like, it's something I haven't really looked into, mm. but I do know that until the mid-2030s, we will see a very bright orange Mars up in the sky. It is the second oh, brightest star. Oh, that's not that good. Because if you see, if, when, Mars is, when Mars is very bright, man, that's a portent of not good things. Oh. Okay. Didn't you watch, well, Harry, I was didn't, didn't you watch Harry Potter? And I did not watch it. I read it. And yes, I remember the centaurs talking about Mars, Mars being bright in the sky. Mars is very bright tonight. That's all he kept saying. <laughs> Mars is very bright. And it kept leading to more bad shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so tomorrow night and the following night, so yeah. December 7th and 8th, yeah. is when you will see it the clearest. Yeah, we won't see it. Yes, we will, actually. No, we won't see it. Oh. Unless Why? you Unless you somehow magically remove the clouds from the sky, we're not going to see it. Clouds. Didn't think about that. Well, technically, yes, we could if there weren't a whole shitload of clouds. Yes. The, snow, the snow clouds, which is supposed to be start snowing sometime tonight. I know. Cool. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, Mars will be in complete opposition of the sun. Like, yeah, you can see on the picture. We are in the darkest times of the year right now. Yes. And... The shortest days are coming, which I'm really grateful that they're coming really fast and it'll be over soon. <laughs> I find this, I've read this one, they put this one out regularly um, every winter. The earliest sunset of the year is not the solstice, which is kind of mind-bending. Well, the earliest sunset of the year lasts for two to three days equally. Yeah, but I it's, thought not, that it's was not on the, the solstice. definition of solstice. But it's not, it's not on the solstice. Oh, it's not on the 21st, but that's because we have okay, our days but messed see, up. see, the thing, you you have to read the article very clearly to understand that the shortest day is the solstice, but the earliest sunset is not the solstice. Oh, okay, I understand. Yeah, it, it's, it's the difference between the earliest sunset and the shortest day of the year. It's okay. kind of It's kind of mind-bending that the shortest day of the year is not the earliest sunset of the year. That is kind of mind-bending, yeah. It's like, okay, I, well, I give up trying to understand Mother Nature and her mind fucks, but it's... it's She's as confusing as any woman. Oh, well, yeah. As I said, the great, the great Book of Understanding Woman, volume, volume 1, stands 5 feet high, and it's 3 by 3 feet square. <laughs> That's only Volume 1 of Volume 5,999 million. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm sure we have a whole planet dedicated to our volumes of understanding women. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> chickens are crazy. We have some tips for keeping your chickens safe in winter. Tip number one, don't spray them with the water hose. So a lot of these are, are common sense, but if you don't know about raising chickens, then these are good things to know. Things like seal up the crack, elevate your coop, you know, okay, well, things... Okay, keep going. I'll, I'll keep going. Then I'll talk about some of the things you just said. Go ahead. Th things that you want to do in order to help keep your chickens warmer as they sleep, especially at night. Mm. There's also something, there's also a few more things like um, making sure that you have your raptor repellent. And I can't remember them all. They're, they're all listed here, though. Elevate your coop. Oh, yeah. Door. Automatic door. 
Yeah, I've got that. So far, so far I've got uh, number one. We'll talk about that one. We'll come back to that one. Elevated to coupe. Install automatic door. Raptor deterrence. Raptor deterrence? Aren't chickens raptors? <laughs> well, you know, all the creatures that want to kill your, uh, oh, okay. your chickens, the they're chicken... all considered raptors. Yeah, okay. Well, my chickens are protected from all the creatures that want to kill them. Stay on top of the maintenance. Yeah, well, the thing is, I, I'm kind of behind in one maintenance. Um, we need some Filling sunny... up their holes to China? <laughs> Fuck that. They're... I give up. Let them dig to China, man. Maybe they'll bring me back a new iPhone or something. Um, I give up on their holes to China at the moment. I'll, I'll solve that problem next year. Um, no, it's... it's um, it's um, the maintenance. The big maintenance for the chicken coop right now is uh, is I got to change their bedding. It's uh, yeah. it's due for it's due for a bedding change. But the problem is, is I've needed dry days to do it. I can't do it if it's raining. That makes sense. And, you know, I need to be able to do that. Now that it's full of snow, it's going to make it a bitch to. I've got to I got to dig a path from the chicken coop all the way to the uh, compost bin to dump the, dump the old bedding. <laughs> so. I'm hoping that you know we get something that melts the snow down, so I don't got to dig a dig a path. But I have to I have to do it on I have to do it uh, next week or the week after, because it's been it's been just over a month and a half. And you can get two months out of chicken bedding with the way I do it, because I put a very thick layer in there, and you can just rotate it around. But it's getting pretty messy now. I've noticed it's getting bad. Let's do okay. Back to the other one, the sealing up all the cracks. You, yeah. Um, you don't want to seal the cracks if you've got chickens that are made for this weather. You okay. Know, this is for people that live where we live and they get Rhode Island Reds or some warmer weather chicken. You know, because they want the nice white eggs or the nice brown eggs, you know, and they don't want as floofy a chicken. Or they've got chickens with a big top comb, you know, that little piece on top of their head. They got the big tall ones. Yeah. You know, or they got the big hanging dangly bit from their chin or whatever. Because those are the areas where chickens suffer the most from cold. Oh, you definitely have floofy chickens. I have floofy chickens. I got <laughs> I, I bought heritage chins and I looked at the farm where I got them from. They don't even have a coop as well done as my coop. Their coop <laughs> is a screen cage okay and with a small area that's protected with the laying boxes for the chickens to lay in and they've got a roof over it to keep shit off of them but they've got no sides period no sides at all well so, one of the things that they mention in the seal up the cracks they're yeah. saying pay special attention to areas where cats or oh. uh, raccoons might get in well so that's not cracks that's a fucking hole about, that your like, chicken escape. If you've got holes that big, your chicken can fucking escape. Do all chickens want to escape, or is it just yours? Well, maybe it's just my chickens, but I'm pretty certain <laughs> it's all of them. <laughs> yeah, well, if that's what they're talking about, that's different. My, I, there, there's, I have small cracks in my chicken coop. I don't. Oh no, have... they do also mention like the small cracks for hmm. weatherproofing, but then they also mention like places where cats or raccoons could like dig at and get in. Yeah, well, they can't get in my chicken coop. They no, can get because they... you've had to make your chicken coop chicken-proof. Yes, I had to keep my chickens in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kept escaping. 
Your chickens are like freaking ferrets, man. They escape. Like, give your chickens a choice. Well, I've given my chickens a choice. None of them like the snow. <laughs> they did. They were like they were like playing in it and and flailing in it and well, having fun. And then by the day three, they hated it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this is no fun anymore. Now they're hiding underneath <laughs> the coop. They were happy. Yeah. No, they're not anymore. <laughs> they decided they don't want to play in the snow anymore. <laughs> Yeah, they can they can they can stay under the coop. And so I actually found them all. They actually the other yesterday I went out there in the late afternoon and they'd all burled down together in the center of the coop. They <laughs> dug themselves out a small pit in the bedding and they were all cuddled up together. Aw. Guess they were displeased with the weather. <laughs> yeah, they're displeased. They're not happy with the weather. I don't blame them. <laughs> all right. I think we covered all our tips finally. What about putting a window into your coop? I've got a window in the coop. It faces it faces east. Oh yeah, you do, don't you? I, I got forgot a big about window in my coop. Faces east. And it's they... not the side I usually see, so I always forget no, about you can't, it. You can't see that side. No, the way I designed the coop, I the windows in the opposite side, so they got light. Lots well, of light. We are at 9.04. Do you want to do some TikToks and call it a night? Oh, I guess we could. I was having way too much fun. <laughs> I can't believe we fucking burned two hours so fast already. It means we got nothing. It means I, it means I, I shouldn't add anything to this list over the next week. I won't add anything. I know you will. Even Despite I, your best efforts, I know you're going to. I can't help it. <laughs> and I keep running across crazy shit. <laughs> on here that just needs to be called out <laughs> you know there's just so much insanity in the world and because i i need to just stay away from twitter and facebook for a week then i won't know about the insanity that's happening yeah but then you'll sit down and you know be taking a break and pull it out and start looking mm -hmm. that's generally <laughs> what happens um I just want to see if there was something super important that I wanted to bring in here. Because I thought there were a couple that were really important. can't remember. We had something on Rona Blowback. Let's see what this was real quick. Nope, that's gone. Clown World's disappointing me these days. They keep removing shit. Now, I wonder why. I don't know. It's not like them, usually. Oh, yeah, this is, uh, the lies are continuing, folks. They're gaslighting you. The FDA says telling people not to take ivermectin for COVID was just a recommendation. Yeah, I mean, they didn't arrest the doctors and people who talked about it because of any other reason. And they didn't berate you and say, oh, don't take that horse syrup. <laughs> I like that picture. Yeah. No, that's pretty much what they're doing to people. There's so much sanity. <laughs> like when a robber sticks a gun in your face and recommends you give him your wallet. All right, here we go. A Missouri doctor is facing a $5 billion in FTC signs for promoting vitamin D during the pandemic. Although the CDC states vitamin D is essential for bone health as well as muscle and nerve functions and helps immune system fight off bacteria and viruses. You know, I always want to say something interesting or witty but my brain always just kind of 
stops working at the stupidity. Yes, that's the stupidity. That's some of the Rona blowback. All right. That's something really important on the Great Reset. We got a lot on the Great Reset. We do. We got a lot everywhere. Mm-hmm. We also had a lot in all of our tips and everything, too. So Well, that's because they've been collecting for three weeks. Because, you know, la the last time we did a show two weeks ago, we didn't even get to our tips. No, we didn't. We, we, we were so busy with all the rabbit holes. We just skipped the tips. So this week I made a point of doing the tips. We've been doing the tips for an hour and a half. Yep. That's how many we had today. You know, it was just insane. Here you go. Canada is in trouble. We need this one here because Canada's in trouble. We have no gold reserves. Canada has that, yeah. Canada has zero gold reserves. Of all countries, countries that keep gold on hand to balance against the money that's floating around, Canada has zero, zero gold in reserves. Kind of odd considering we were part of the gold rush. Well, it all went everywhere. Canada sold its gold reserves over the last 10 years. Wow. We sold it to all the people that were buying it. Uh, China has been buying a shitload of gold. The United States has been buying a shitload of gold. I can't remember. They had an article here. I thought I had an article tied to this to who was buying all the gold. <clears throat> Man. And we still have massive gold mines in Canada. Oh, yeah. But yet the gold's not staying in the country. Because gold mines aren't owned by the country. They're owned by other countries. <coughs> Some of them are still owned by, the, uh, owned by Canadians. Yeah, but those are the smaller personal ones is my understanding. Yeah, pretty much smaller ones. All right, let's see what else we can clear out of here before we run into our TikToks. Oh, I needed to bring this one up. The sinking of the, of the Titanic was a coup. Research it. I've got no links. Just go research. The sinking of the Titanic was a coup. Can you explain a little bit more? Yeah. Then this, the Titanic sunk um, two or three months before the creation of the uh, Federal Reserve in the United States. On, that, on the Titanic were three majorly rich people. And I saw something today. If they're... Their net worth at the time were translated to today's dollars. They would be almost trillionaires. Wow. They were three of the richest people, and they opposed the forming of the Federal Reserve, which the Federal Reserve, the, Canadian, the, the Central Canadian Bank, all the central banks are why we have the problems we have today, for those who don't understand our monetary yes. systems. Central banks are what's fucked us all. It's what's fucked the United States massively. But all three of the men were on the Titanic. And there's more and more information that's coming out now that the Titanic was purposely sunk. Hmm. You know, the guy who drove it, granted he went down with his ship. Maybe he was just felt super guilty about what he'd done. So he decided to go down with his ship. But he drove it through an area at massive speed when he, should have, when he knew better as an experienced captain. It was... A lot of things. It was purposely done. Plus, there's also information. It's a great conspiracy theory, not proven yet, that the Titanic was not actually the Titanic. It was another scam, much like the World Trade Center bringing coming down. 
because anyone with half a brain or understands a little bit about metal and heat will understand that you cannot melt steel beams with diesel fuel. Which no, is, you have to have much higher heat than that. Yeah, which, which is what air, airline fuel is. Avgas is actually diesel fuel, for those that don't know. Avgas is a diesel fuel. It burns at about half the rate you would need in order to melt those steel beams. Yeah, but magically, they melted steel beams and caused a building to collapse in pancake time and flatten at uh, free fall rates. Yeah, well, not just that, but the building came straight down. That's the whole, And that's if what anybody's I just said. ever played Jenga or knocked over a freaking Lego tower, you yeah. know that it doesn't. It doesn't fall come like that down. when you hit it from that angle. It doesn't come down like that. No, it, it, it was blown up, and and of course you you can see it if you watch the videos. You can see the explosions down the building because some of them were let off a little too soon. And the internet kept it. Uh, I love the internet. It's, it's still alive on the internet all over the place. But anyway, that's an aside. Um. <laughs> That was a scam because the guy who bought that building, he bought it a few months before that event, and he insured it against terrorism attacks hmm. for billions of dollars. And he got paid out for that, for those billions of dollars, because it was a <clears throat> terrorist attack. It was, And, of course, that building there, they needed to do massive reparations, that building, because those buildings were massively full of asbestos. That had to yeah. be remediated. That would have cost him millions and millions of dollars to fix. No, no, it's just a conspiracy theory, though. Anyway. You know, I, I remember reading about how supposedly the Titanic went down, and yet there are pictures of ships that were being revamped. Okay. You could see Here, the name Titanic here's under... The, here's the thing that's not coming back to the Titanic for what exactly you're talking about. There were two okay. ships made. At the exact same shipyard in the exact same specifications. Mm -hmm. One of them, when it was taken out on its test run, was massively damaged. And they would have they they would have had to scrap it. They that was the one that was named, I can't remember the other name, and they swapped the names of the ships. Like Maribel or something. Yeah, and they swapped the names of the ships and sent this damaged one out. And that's the one that sank. And of course. I'm not going to say which ethnic e ethnic group was behind it, but this ethnic person, everyone knows, Jews, oh, sorry, sneezing, <laughs> um, was behind it. They owned it, and they insured it against sinkage, and it sunk, and they collected a shitload of insurance. Huh. Coincidence? Uh, I think not. Do I? Well, to be fair, if you have a ship, you're going to insure it against sinking. Well, yeah, but no, this is different. <laughs> this was insured in a special way, and it got even more money. It was uh, kind of a bizarre thing. I think there was something against... Um, Coincidence? I think not! I think it might have been insured against <laughs> sinking by a uh, iceberg. Iceberg? Right? Yeah. Which That is, would be fucked. Yeah. Which which paid out double or something, you know? It's like, you know... There, there's, there's too many things in here that make you... Things that make you go... When you dig into this shit... You just go, oh, this can't... Anyone with half a brain or cognitive, reasonable thinking person will realize that this just didn't happen the way they say it did. And what it I remember diving down this rabbit hole like seven, seven or eight years ago. Yeah. It was very interesting. Yeah. And the pictures are pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. 
Only because I like old pictures, though. Yeah. Well, the pictures are pretty awesome. But the thing is, but what happened was the the number of rich people, rich white people, for lack of a better term, rich Europeans, not the European Jews, but the Europeans of Slavic stock, the owners of Macy's were on that ship. You know what's interesting? The owners of there were so many rich people on that ship that died that day, which along with allowing the Federal Reserve to be created, wiped out massive European family fortunes. Something I find interesting is you said there is three ultra rich who opposed yeah. the the thing. Yeah. But I know that there was seven people who were rich and who had major um not authority, but like uh, impact, impact on pull. De- on decisions in the government. Yeah. They died. And too. in total, there was twelve people who mm-hmm. were in the upper echelons of society who had a real impact on the people who were yeah. of lesser yes. uh, wealth. They were influential people. Yeah, it, there we go. Influential. Yeah. So that there was twelve majorly influential people slash families on board of that yeah. shit. Twelve in total. That um. But of them all, like two or three only survived. Yeah, most of them died. They all died. It's like, and that, and that changed the course of history of the United States. Yeah, that's why I said the sinking of the Titanic was a coup. Three, three, seven, and twelve, though. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, research it, folks. It was a coup. I might have my numbers of 7 and 12 wrong, but that's what my brain is telling me. Yeah, you'll have to, I, I don't know all the numbers, but I know there was a lot of people there. And they were very influential. Yeah. All right, I want to bring this one here, or these two here, and then we'll move on to the TikToks. History that has been destroyed. Why have they destroyed so much of our history? Yeah, whatever. That's great. <laughs> What the hell happened here? Is it a tweet that you're going after? Yeah. Oh, shit. I got the wrong link for Twitter. Yeah, you're in the Jadawan account. Well, I know what account I'm in, but that's because I'm logged in there. Oh, okay. It's different than my account. That might be why we're losing some of these things, because I'm in the wrong account. I keep forgetting the the browser that opens up everything. It's not the same browser I use, and the browser that (laughs) uses it has a whole lot of others signed in here. And I'm usually pretty good about getting the uh, links here. Yeah, you're usually much better than me. Although, I have to say, I've gotten pretty good at making sure my links are correct. <clears throat> I really sucked at it at the beginning of this. Well, what I had here was I had a link that showed pictures, past and present, of uh, cities like Paris and everyone else. Mm-hmm. And it showed the 1800s versus them now. Where you can see it in Victoria. For instance, if you go down to Victoria, if you remember Victoria from the 1990s, all these beautiful buildings, 
beautifully mm-hmm. designed. So now they're gone. Now we have this this square, crap, horrible, angry. So gross, and it all falls apart so easily. Angry buildings where they just destroyed this magnificent architecture. Whereas the stuff that they've actually left is still going very strong. Yeah. It's just like, but it, it's all this massive destruction of history, of our yeah. massive, beautiful architecture. It's like, why did we build shit like this before? Stuff with energy and power and whatnot. Now we build square, flat, ugly, eh, angry, angry buildings. That's what they are. They're angry buildings. Remove individuality so that nobody can feel special. Yeah. Just like in terms of service. That's pretty much it. No individuality. Nobody gets to feel special. Did I tell you that the second book in that series came out? Yeah, you told me, but they haven't put it out in audio yet. No, not yet. I'm not going to read it. I don't have time to (laughs) read a book. Oh, here it is. I found it. Oh, good. Let's bring this over here and take a look at it. Find it in my account. Okay, here it is. Okay, 1900, along the Paris River. That's beautiful. Look at that. It's gorgeous. Now look at it. That looks kind of like a skid mark. Yeah. It does, but look at what was there. That's Why remove it? They didn't even put anything back. They just stripped it. (laughs) Why remove it? It's gorgeous. Yeah. Okay, and we've got... Here's a bridge crossing a bridge i'm surprised they kept the bridge but look what they was across the, the bridge look what was across but the bridge they removed the palace i think is yeah. that palace that looks like it could be a palace could have been a church could have been anything it's gorgeous yeah here you go another one and you can tell wow. it's the same it's the same angle approximately because you can see the eiffel tower back there yeah so it's just it's gone Jeez. All that gorgeous architecture removed. Here's some more. Wow. You know, and Victoria had this. Oh yeah, Victoria had some beautiful like they took away the the sea train. Yeah. Which I will never understand. No. Sea train is a brilliant design, brilliant idea, but they took it away. Here's another one in Lisbon, Portugal. Okay, look at this. That is so cool. It makes you think of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay, this is stuff that was there, and it's gone. Wow. You know, it's like in, you know, this article is so full of this. There's so many different ones down through here. But it's like we've just destroyed our history. I don't know why. Now, real briefly, we'll just give this one up here. You have to go to archives.org. This is a link to archives.org. For Scott's last exposition expedition to Antarctica. Okay. Oh, cool. And this is a this is a thing he wrote. Now the thing is about this. Let's see where. Thought I knew where the photos were. Okay, let's go see if the photos. They've got some photos here that were pulled from this book. Mm-hmm. And they show you what was beyond the ice wall. Well, they call it the ice wall, but it's, I don't believe, flat earthers. This is from flat earthers. 
you know, they're saying it's an ice wall and beyond the ice wall, but no, it's just in the center of the continent of Antarctica. A lot of really interesting stuff. Beyond the ice wall, according to uh, those geothermic scans, yeah. there's entire cities with amazing architecture and um, things like uh, Stonehenge all throughout Antarctica. Yes, well, that's the thing is Antarctica. But as we discussed once before about the Earth crustal displacement, is that Antarctica used to be located in the tropics. Yeah, they and, and it's they amazing were, the things that they find frozen in the ice and, and they the were, plants. They, they were they were they're they're theorized to be the leaders in our last civil, great civilization. Which would make sense. They're the ones that, you know, transversed the globe and gave all the information to all the people who built the pyramids and everything else when they when they recovered from the uh uh, Earth crustal displacement because they had to rebuild civilization from 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 the beginning again, which will happen if we have another Earth crustal displacement. We'll basically have to start all over again because we spent the last you know three hundred years grubbing for money instead of preparing for what could possibly be a regular event on this planet. You know, if we are. Uh, transplanted here from somewhere else and our long lost brethren are coming back to check on us mm -hmm. what do you think they will think about us and the way that we have developed they will <laughs> think something went fucking wrong yeah See, here's i was just thinking about that the other day like you know if we were transplanted here like what they do in star trek and we had like say one of the the USS Enterprise ships come to check on us and see how we're doing, yeah. and they see us where we are. Mm -hmm. They'd probably just be like, "Nope." See, here's here's an interesting photo. Do you recognize it's a pyramid? This, do you uh, do you recognize the pattern of the three pyramids here? It's the Orion's Belt pyramids uh, setup that they have in Egypt, and also the same Orion Belt pyramid setup they have in South America. I forgot about the one in South America, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just just these little things here, they're our hidden history. Our now, hidden those history. were giant batteries, as mm -hmm. is believed by some, and yep. we did set all, all of them up, because like, I think there's another one, a fourth one somewhere, and you set all four of them up, the whole world would have power. Free no power. Problem. Greed, keeping us out. All right, we'll 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 have the fucked up but funny next time because those stand test time. All right, let's go with our TikToks and close this on out. All right, because we need some humor to close this all out after diving down one last rabbit hole. <laughs> well, right. the first few are from your older granddaughter. They're all the singing lady. Uh, okay. 2022 just Never got mind. even crazier, part 66. Firstly, this has caused a controversy in the media. Schools in the UK, Australia, and America are currently testing edible insects for lunch. Yummy. The purpose of this was for people to move away from meat, and supposedly it's better for the environment. Next, Guinness World Records has officially given Monday the record of the worst day of the week. Yep, this record is unbeatable. Now, multiple AIs were asked to draw a self 
self-portrait of themselves, and here are the results. <laughs> I'm not too sure if this is how they think they look or how they want to look. Finally, a supposed time traveler from the year 2671 has warned us about two events in 2022. He said on December 2nd, a meteor that is non-threatening to our population will crash to Earth that He fucked that one up. We didn't get the meteor on December 2nd. Nope. So... So much for that time traveler, he's on the wrong timeline. <laughs> Bill's an unknown material. And 12 days later, he said a 9 magnitude earthquake will open a hole in the Mariana Trench, releasing one of the biggest species. 20 okay, 12 days later, that would put it on the 14th. Well, still got time for that one to happen. Still got time in the way that the, uh, the, the way the volcanoes have been acting up the past couple of years. It's possible. It could happen. All right, so he's starting all over again. All right. Let's move along. All right, I like her. In the merry month of June, from me home I started, left the girls a tune, nearly broken hearted, salute to father dear. Kiss me, darling mother, drank a pint of beer, made grief and tears to smother, then after rape the cord, leave where I was born. Cut a stump like thorn to banish ghosts and goblins, a brand new pair of brogues, rattling all the bugs, frightening all the dogs on the rocky road to double it one, two, three, four, five. Had the hair and turn her down the rocky road, all the way to double it whack for lolly God, wars would start over that woman. Fucking clan wars over that woman. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> the kid. The kid wants me to learn this song because this is like the style song that I tend to memorize, and I'll sing songs like this on my when I'm driving home and stuff. Yeah. It's a cool song. I like it. Oh, it's a good song. It's a good. Song. It's a her voice though. Her voice. Oh, is yeah. just fucking incredible. Not to mention she's a redhead to make it even worse. <laughs> In the merry month of June, from me home I started left. The same one. I guess she sent it to me a couple times. Does it ever seem like your child can act right for Whoa. literally everyone else, but the minute. Halloween? Uh, I'm guessing. <laughs> I, I, I had something on the tip of my tongue, but I just couldn't get it out of my mouth. <laughs> they get home, their true self is revealed. Well, my true self? No, 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 no. If you dress <laughs> like that normally, woman, they're trying to rebel. Mama, your little is just a pleasure to have in class. My kid is a pleasure to have in class. He is just one of my star students. Are you sure we're talking about my child, the little blonde one, physically unable to wear a shirt that doesn't have a dinosaur on it? Yeah, you're doing a good job, Mama. Well, that's not what he acts like at home. Could you send that one home next time? Yeah, that's normal, and it's probably a sign that you're doing a really good job. The fancy word for it is post-restraint collapse, and essentially you're- Oh, yeah, I can't handle her, man. That's okay. Much. That's too much. She is right in one aspect. You know, the kids that go to schools oftentimes don't represent the kids that come home. No, because at home, they feel safe enough to mm -hmm. let loose. And then at school, they know the societal strictures that they must follow in order yeah. to appease the ones in power. Yeah. All right. Where was so she is right on that. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to listen to what she's saying with that makeup. Yeah. It makes me think of grasshoppers. It makes me think of a fucking twisted moron who... <laughs> fucking, it's busy fucking up kids and grooming them for some shit. 
Well, the bright green on her face and then like the bright green on her sweater. I can't help but keep thinking of grasshoppers. Hi there, can I help you? Ant. Yes, I'm gonna get a piece you got. Mine's Heike Sus. It's literally slower than a boomer and the lag is dead ass so cringe. I was playing Valorant last night and it was such a bad vibe. As in, I want it to be a whole ass snack. I want us to be the OTP because right now we're absolute dog water. Ellie, 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 I need help. Um, hey, what's up? Uh, this girl's asking for a whole ass snack. Ah, oh, I know what's going on here. Sorry we don't sell snacks at this store, but there's a nice little bakery over the road for you. Um, it's the actual audacity for me. You need to take several seats right now. What seems to be the problem here? I'm about one second away from posting a video that'll cancel you all unless someone glows up my setup right now. Bet. What the fuck is she You're saying? just looking for a glow up? I got you. This right here is the absolute chill zaddy of rigs. Iconic drip if I do say so myself. It's basically snatched. I literally stand. Period. I'll take it. Sweet, just hover some plastic. Gucci. Hey there. Okay. What the fuck was she even saying? What the hell was he I actually understood fuck? part of that. Which means I must be part of I must I must be picking up some Gen Z vibes from my boys. Okay, my girls don't talk like that, so I can't pick up the Gen Z slang. I'm so confused. Uh, you know, Gen Z slang is fucking going outwards, man. Your your kids haven't been in mainstream school for a while. You know. It, yeah, I did. Like, I guess glow up is. I don't know. Update. <laughs> Something like that. Something that's not working right. I, I'm gonna have to. You know, it's like okay. I'm gonna have to dissect that one. Yeah, that one there needs some dissection. But I imagine Gen <laughs> Z slang is definitely gonna toss me for a loop. But I like the beginning. How she began that. That was actually quite entertaining. Did you catch and understand the beginning? No. Okay. Let's let's run that one again. Hey, can I help you? Yes, I'm gonna get a PC. So she's gonna get a PC. That's really cool. I'm finna get a PC glow up. Yeah, I'm finally going to get uh, a PC. That is fantastic. Okay. Okay. Got mine's high key. Hers, oh, hers is high key. Uh, highly suspect. Suspect. Whatever. Sucks. Suspect. Sus. No, su sus is suspect. It's literally slower than a boomer. I got that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> I actually thought that was funny. I was like. Yeah, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Slower than a boomer, and the lag. And the lag is dead ass so cringe. In other okay. words, the internet lag. When I stop and I like read each sentence and think about it and yeah. have time to translate it, yeah. I understand. <laughs> time to translate it, man. She, she actually rattled it off pretty fucking quick, which is I caught some of it. It is impressive. And of course... She ended up talking to a couple of millennials first, and I guess the last guy was a boomer, or a Gen Zer. I guess so. Because <laughs> she was starting to talk to millennials, and millennials, are they don't quite have the slang yet. <laughs> Us boomers, though, we catch on really fucking fast to everything. Don't underrate yeah, the boomers, Yeah, you're so man. slow. But only the boomers <laughs> that are my age to, for the next five years, because I'm the last of the boomers. I am literally the last year of the boomers. Technically, I might actually be a millennial. No, you're not allowed to be a millennial. You're my oh, dad, and I'm a millennial. It, it depends on whose schedule you look at, you know, because one year, I, in one, I'm a boomer, and another's I'm a millennial. So I'm at the cusp. No, you'd be Gen X, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, Gen X, right. Millennial yeah. doesn't come until later. So, yeah, I'd be Gen X. Actually, I'm Gen X. Gen X or boomer. So, yeah, I'm one of the early millennials. You're, you're an early millennial. So, uh, what, what are we? Gen Y, I think? 
Yeah, Gen Y. Gen Y, and then they went Gen Z. I'm going to stick with Gen Y because the millennials are their own little bubble of crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah millennials are definitely a bubble crazy uh, Gen Y, even <laughs> though they're the same in the years. But there's the We're early the early millennials are Gen Y. The later ones are fucking retard millennials. Part of the crazy bubble. <laughs> they're, they're part of the crazy bubble, yes. All right, let's see what else we got here. Have you seen this purple tomato? And do you know why it's important? Well, listen up because it's coming to a grocery store near you. This is a genetically modified purple tomato developed by researchers at Norfolk Plant Sciences. The super tomato is crossed with genes from a snap flower to have 10 times more antioxidants than the traditional fruit. Now, what's even crazier is they conducted a study with two groups of cancer-ridden mice. One group was fed the purple tomato and the other was given traditional tomatoes. And the group that ate the purple tomatoes lived an average of 30% longer than the ones who did not. The tomatoes possess an extremely high dose of anthocyanin, which possesses anti-diabetic, anti-cancer, anti-inflammatory, and other health-protecting benefits. The purple tomato was just approved by the U.S. Department of Agriculture in an event that marks the first U.S. approval for a genetically modified product to be grown in American soil. And that is all for this video, but if stuff like this interests you, I'd really appreciate it if you follow- All right, starters, fuck off. We have lots of purple tomatoes out there that are way better than that. Heritage ones are way healthier and better for you and easier to grow. And you got purple tomatillos, because I grow purple tomatoes. The yeah. The purple, purple prince, um, black prince, black prince tomato is what it's called, but it's a purple tomato. It's a really tasty tomato. So good. I, I grow that one and I grow purple tomatillos. And those are bloody heritage. Yep. And they give and, you all the same shit that he just babbled on about. And also, it's not the first genetically modified thing to be planted and grown no, in American soil. No, it's not soil. the first one. Corn was the first one. <laughs> There's a lot that's planted and grown in American soil. Corn, wheat, soy. Um, Especially soy. Onions. Um, there's a lot of genetically modified crap. And I had an argument with somebody, a friend of mine, went out for wings with him uh, last week. We were arguing over the difference between genetically modified and bred. He was trying to convince me that breeding is exactly the same as genetically modified. I'm like, no, no, no it's not. It's like breeding, it's, it's the same, you're modifying. I say, yes, but you're modifying it over several generations. You're not taking scientifically, inserting genes into it, and then growing it. It's different when you breed it together, you get a better crop because it takes the best genetics from each one to breed for the next one. If you genetically modify it, in other words, you insert genes, you take something that's like, eh, it's all right, let's insert these genes in there and grow it. Oh, it grows well, let's go with that. It's big time different. I guess it could be considered the original genetic modification. It, is a, a, it is a genetic modification, but all humans are genetically modified when you think about that, because we've been oh, yeah. we've been interbreeding since the beginning of time, and each time, you know, sometimes we get good genetics from people, sometimes we get bad ones. The mm -hmm. good ones, up until about 60 years ago, only the good ones continued to survive, but about 60 years ago, we decided that everybody should survive and we shouldn't let the bad genetics die, which is why we have a fucked up society now, because we've let the bad genetics breed with bad genetics, creating more bad genetics. 
75 years of peace before the World War III breaks out, according to Nostradamus. Um, then we're here. We, we are. We've hit that point. Uh, we actually hit that point three years ago. Where'd you find No, that? I think it was uh, two years ago. Yeah, because we worked on a website talking about that. Mm-hmm. We, 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 built a, we built a website all about World War II and 75 years ago. So, yeah. So. We've now had 75 years of peace. Where did you find... And the where, turmoil started a couple years ago. It started a couple years ago. We've been pushing towards World War II for quite some time. Three. World yeah. War Three, not two. World War Three, two, four, five. Fucking pick a number. Where'd you... <laughs> what, what brought that to mind? I'm not sure. My brain just did the random thing. How to make sugar cubes. Take sugar, okay. combine it with water, compress it down, drain out the water. Really? How hard can it be? About a sugar cube? You know those little cubes of sugar you see sometimes when you have brunch and lunch and even breakfast sometimes? Especially at holiday time. Come with me. I'll show you what to do. Take some sugar in a bowl, add just a tad bit of water to it, a spoonful at a time, right. just until the sugar is wet. Mix it in really well. You can add color to it. You can use natural coloring like hibiscus or turmeric to color it, even coffee. If you're doing this for guests at this point, you do want to put on some gloves, but I'm just demonstrating. You want to take a little chunk and just form it into a cube. It's going to stick together because of the wetness and the sugar. Once you have it formed, put it on a baking sheet. Let it dry for eight hours. And you have a sugar cube. And there you have it. <laughs> oh, you were right. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like, it's not hard to do. And if you I have like molds, the idea of adding food color. And if you have molds, you can just put the wet sugar into your molds, let it dry, and then pop them out. Yeah. Actually, that gives me an idea on something to sell. Hang on. i got to write that down. <laughs> molded sugar cubes. Also, funky colored molded sugar cubes. That'd be cool. Well, it's like people buy this shit... And they don't realize how easy it is to make. And I could do some funky colors. And like the hibiscus ones, I've got hibiscus flowers. I've got all kinds of natural natural stuff that'll dye, that'll dye stuff, giving it a little boost. Yeah, I just it never even occurred to me to make sugar cubes because yeah. I've never really used them. Well, I used to use them. I used to buy sugar cubes and use them for my tea because it was easier than it was easier to pop in a couple of sugar cubes than to scoop sugar out of the jar. Because <laughs> I was lazy. All right, let's see what we got next. There we go. All right, next. All right. Home is behind the world ahead. And Until the stars are all alive. 
show the stop that i've got to kick up a little song here i have to go catch a stupid cat that got outside in the snow <laughs> that's such a weird cat it likes going into the snow i'll be right back all right to the prairie wind sky turns dark and the rain moves in it's 101 degrees in the shade 18 wheels on a 12 hour ride making my living in between the white lines i call the wife and kids daddy's coming home family friends and values that's a life that we sold out that's our American dream Here's what it's all about It's about a small town Set against a wide open sky It's about putting my son on my shoulders To watch a brave pass by It's about wind chimes singing in a summer breeze Folks with flags cause they're proud to be free Times got tough back in 89 The rain didn't stop till it came Waste high and first loaded way Down River Road The ones who were spared came to lend a hand With their hammers and their nails and their bags of sand Saving what they could from the rising tide well, we made it through the hard times, the twisters, floods, and droughts, preserving our way of life. And here's what it's all about. It's about a small town Alright. I'm back. Fucking stupid. Found cat. the cat alright? <sighs> made me go out in the snow. <laughs> Not even wearing proper boots. Take too much time to put my blight boots on. Now I got wet feet. Aw. Stupid cat. I'm sure he loves you, though. Uh-huh. No, he whined when I caught him. It's like, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, of course. You took away from his toy. Uh-huh. Stupid cat. Put my cats out in the snow and they ran back. By the way, that's just repeating now. What's repeating? Oh, is it? The song. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, I need my glasses. See the I'm curious to see what Alea in a nutshell, according to her sister, is. That's the next one up. No, it's not. It's not? Oh, I guess it is. Okay. All right. Let's see what this is. Remember, you don't have to say I'm sorry when you don't need to, okay? 
Okay, I'm sorry. I said don't say sorry! I'm sorry! Ah! Remember, <laughs> you don't have to say I'm sorry. <laughs> that seems about right. <laughs> I love siblings. They're so much fun. Uh, all right. Mexicans, be careful, because we have rednecks, too. We do, and they sound exactly like the white ones. You guys are real quiet, huh? You don't believe me? Watch this. White redneck? I'll tell you what. Mexican redneck? Sabes que we? Uh-huh. White redneck? Mexican redneck? We put words and moves to that. Bailamos con etuca. Same guy. So be careful, man. I had to take it easy with the voices once I got with my girlfriend. She uh, she used to think it was cute, but then, you know, I scared her. One night we're in the room and she's like, ooh, what are you going to do to me? And I was like, you're going to get it. <laughs> Stop doing that. The Mexicans, be careful because we have red. <laughs> that was cute. All right, last one. Then we can wrap up this insanity. <laughs> the numbers that have the dumbest spelling in English have got to be 7 and 11. Let me explain. First of all, if we look at how many syllables different numbers have, most of the small ones have one syllable, except, no, 7 says I'm going to have 2. And then most of the medium smalls are there. Oh, but 11 has 3. And anything with a 7 in it's like infected and bumped up one. The only one under 100 that has the nerve to have 5 syllables is 77. And if we go into the 3-digit and 4-digit numbers, these 11s and 7s infect it even more. There could be a pattern, but these mess it up. Up completely. Now, what do they do with that extra space they're taking up? They spell out even. Even means divisible by two, which they're not. So why do they use up all that extra space to spell out something they're not? The numbers that have the... Dude, I want some of whatever he has. <laughs> I said, dude, lay off the fucking crack, man. <laughs> Stop taking mushrooms. Quit doing quit doing math. I don't know, man. Your brain's working. Your, I'm looking at it going, wow, dude, you, you really need to fucking shut your brain off. I, I've been down that road before, but I've never gone that far. He's, he's like way, way too much thinking. Yep. All right. Well, that wraps us up. I think we can close out the show, which is damn near three hours tonight because we just had so much shit. I think that was a that was a good ending one. Yeah, that was a good one to end on on the ins oh, yeah. insane. Bring up your video and have that play us out. Oh, we need that other fucking video, don't we? Yeah, that that last little video and yeah. have that play us out. I mean, six minutes long. Yeah, it's six minutes long. I gotta find it now. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Let's start with beating our meat. <laughs> Here we go. Let's go beat our meat and then go find that video. Because I can't just... Uh... Derpy derpy derp. It's somewhere there. It well, exists. The I know is, it does. Is, I saw it. This computer is not like my computer that always opens the video in this particular player, which plays them very well. Mm-hmm. 
it wants to open it in a stupid player. Seriously, how did Panda survive without human intervention? I have no fucking idea. Here we go. There we go. All right, let's uh, get the volume on it. Player, take what they give you, give away what you have to, and the difference is yours. The question is, how big is the difference? Are you really intending to win? Well, why not? There are lots like me, and we're the actual player. This part is very clear. You're nothing but a pawn, and you'll remain a pawn until you play. The rules are clear. Take what they give you, give away what you have to, and the difference is yours. The question is, how big is the difference? Are you really intending to win? Well, why not? There are lots like me, and we're the actual players. Because on one side of us are the real cattle who let TV do the thinking for them, while on the other is power who believe that we are shit and feeble-minded cattle. Over in the barn, they want us to take care of them. But a long time ago, they gave up on themselves, and now they won't lift a single finger. While those who have real power became more than the rest. Became gods. They sit so high up that they can't see us as either a serious enemy or a trusted friend. They have only one problem, that they're not immortal. That just leaves you and me. Sometimes I benefit you, other times you me. Everyone plays a game of their own. <laughs> Think you're a player, do you? I play like the great ones. Take the authorities. Quite unceremonious, but they do have a few lively plays up their sleeves with the people. Every couple of months, they let them blow off steam. Elections, Black Friday, a new auto plant, the latest installment of Star Wars, the Super Bowl. And the people just gobble it up. But when people have holes in their pockets and nothing to eat, who's responsible for that? So now, without their beer and football, they need a sacrifice. And you can be certain that power will provide them with a patsy. And it'll be us. Understand? So that is the game. Here are people who don't care about themselves, and here's authority that doesn't care about them either. And here we are in the middle who sort of owe something, but what and to whom? <laughs> it's not clear. How pure and simple. You're more naive than you look. But you're right in that we are like butter that is spread between a thin layer of caviar and moldy bread, which reminds me of a fairy tale. Once there lived a poor wolf, and nearby lived a very powerful and rich fox. They grew up together, were in the same class at school, but now they're in different social classes. The fox's life was like a fairy tale. One day the wolf came to him and said, Teach me to do it. I'm tired of my life and I want to play with the big boys. I want to live like you. Tell me what to do. The fox answered, Don't sweat it. I'll fix up a place for you. You'll have a cushy job. You'll sit in a chair, quietly catch fish. By the rules. Don't fuss, take a lot here, a little there, anything will do. So the wolf nervously looked around and saw that everyone was doing the same thing. And soon, it was all working. <laughs> he caught big fish and little ones. One day, the fox came to get his share of fish, but the wolf said to him, Sorry, brother, this fish is stuck to my tail. So the fox went and <laughs> unstuck it. He cut the wolf's tail off and unstuck the fish. Good thing the wolf wasn't using his for bait. <laughs> That's what happens when you play by someone else's rules. Why are you telling me your tales here? If you're so smart, then maybe you know a way out. The way out, my colleague, is through the entrance. It's time to get out of this game. Look, yeah, we have money, and what good does it do? There is nothing for us to do in this country. The number of alcoholics and morons is larger than the whole population. It's a polluted education doesn't exist, and that new auto plan? <laughs> It's not real. There's no other way than to leave and wipe this nightmare from our brains. To leave? And who's going to let you do this? You'll never forget this nightmare because it won't ever let you wake up. We do have money. But whose money is it? Is it yours, really? <laughs> Can you actually spend it? 
or offshore it. Can you legalize it? Give it to your children. Don't lie to yourself. Don't be like the others. You're in a trap, and the trap will only open its jaws once you are good and deceased. We can buy our way out of a criminal suit, maybe a nice mansion, a few cars, expensive tutors for the kids, but that's about it. See, you're like a hamster on a wheel, no freedom to be seen while the system rolls right on. Why don't I tell you a fairy tale, my special friend? Once, there lived a smart guy like you. He found a job, settled in, and slowly rolled along with his life. Then he looked around and rolled a bit faster. He was allocated a budget and he administered it wisely. And by the rules, he got his cut. You know what I mean? Why would you ever build a fence for a million when it can be done for so much more? So he rolled on like this. The books looked good. Sometimes they didn't quite balance, but mostly it was a well-oiled machine. He'd give a taste to get off in court, give a taste to avoid an audit. He'd give a taste to whomever caught him and get away. But came the day he decided, enough. I've made enough for myself and my kids. No more risk. Everything can change. I'm leaving the game. Quietly. I need to move my money out and leave. I got away from grandma. I got away from grandpa. I got away from the traffic cop, the prosecutor, and the tax police. And I can get away from you, Mr. Fox. What? 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 Just letting him go would have been a total loss for the fox. Nobody leaves. The fox hates feisty people. To those who want to leave, he gives a very tough time. Bounces them from the tax police to the DA to court, bleeds them dry, and tosses them in jail. You asked for it, gingerbread man. Why are you silent? Hello? Are you even here? Leave him alone. He looks like he's asleep. What can I say? You seem to be making some good points, so I didn't chime in. So what do you want? To win or not to lose? Not to lose. It doesn't matter. How is it possible to win or lose in a game where the rules are constantly changing but are never changed by you? Hmm? I want to tell you a story, too. There once was a turnip that grew very, very big. They started tugging it in different directions, but just couldn't pull it out. The turnip creaks, but it won't come out. Then one smartass said, why don't we just grab the turnip together and pull it in the same direction? They grabbed it, pulled really hard, and pulled out the turnip. It shined gloriously like the sun, so beautiful, so smooth. When the turnip was just sitting there, no one got anything at all. But after it was pulled, everyone had enough. There is one way alone for us to agree amongst ourselves to finally write some rules ourselves. And that's when it will start our game. <laughs> there you go. I like that video a lot. That explains the world in a nutshell. Yep. All right. Let's close it out. A little bit of music. And we're done. These are the days of thunder. We're gonna make time stand still.